I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, what's poppin' gravy gang? Support for Extra Gravy today is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, no bars intended. Fellas, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, you've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth, okay? Nobody wants hair in their food. Come on, get it together. It's time to get your own ball and hair body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys, okay? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRAVYGANG at manscaped.com. Now, listen, I've had my fair share of mishaps uh, in, the, in the bathtub. I'm, I'm not a fan of the razors to the balls. It's a very scary experience, all right? So it's time to get your own ball and hair body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off once again and free worldwide shipping with the code GRAVYGANG at manscaped.com. Now let's get into the pot. My sister said my phone is in Loblaws. What? It says it's in Loblaws. Oh, so it is in your car. I guess so. Unless it moves. Did you go to Loblaws? <laughs> Did you go to the store? It moves. No. <laughs> it's in Loblaws. Oh, my goodness. Unless it's on the floor That's in the I'm parking saying. lot <laughs> in Loblaws. That's a completely different story. We will never know. That's why I said unless it I moves. I think we will know. <laughs> I don't think. Do you get nervous when you lose your phone now, though? Does anybody get nervous? Yeah. There's too yeah. many apps that can yeah. find your shit. I look for my phone like every five minutes. I don't even know. <laughs> are people but are people even motivated to steal phones anymore? Yes. Because yeah. I've had men steal a phone off of me, like I've, off my body. Oh, but like what could they do with that? <laughs> Especially if you have an iPhone. They couldn't iPhone. do nothing. It was a Samsung, it automatically locked, like it died. Exactly. It automatically locked. Like I I cause on Google you can I guess set something where um it you can lock it and it will yeah. send a note saying like please call this number, whatever I wanna say, right? Um so it's like, <laughs> like you, can't, you can't do anything about it. You can't even get it like really unlocked and stuff like that exactly it's a brick it, why like, why that's my, my point like why even steal a phone these days when i can I go know. online in five seconds and make sure you never use it again i miss yeah. that phone you're just putting like <laughs> at that point you're just putting someone out of like convenience mm. i guess it's Absolutely. it's very weird it's very weird there was one time someone stole my ex-girlfriend's phone and we went on find my iphone like it was like four in the morning drunk after a club <laughs> And it was, we see it on the, the map, just moving. My drunk ass, like, give me the keys. <laughs> I take the keys, we run downstairs, I get in the car, and I have my ex telling us where the car is mm. while we're driving oh down the car God. and trying to find it. So we, we intersect it and corner it into, like, this little alleyway. And they just said, take it, take it. 
<laughs> and we just took the phone and cut it. Wow. wow. You, you really find, found him? That's Bro, the first it's on time. the map. Um, <laughs> I watched that map. We watched the map, and I had somebody at home just saying, all right, turn left. <laughs> turn right. Oh, that's a real sick. Darn Harbor, Darn so Harbor, cool. Darn Harbor. It, it was so sick. It was actually so sick. Plus, I was drunk. I was like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> See, I was ready to ride out. That could be really dangerous. But that's what I was going to say. That was the one detail everybody seemed to just like... Let let go by. I was like, wait, listen. You if I was drunk, working retail and someone stole, by all means, I don't get paid enough for this. But I just also did not want my drunk ex girlfriend just crying, yes, and, yes. And being drunk. Um, so the second last time that I was in Barbados, me and my friend went, and we were taking this thing called like the ZR ZR whatever. It's a van. Mm. Kind of like a bus taxi. You just jump Ride on, share. you pay $2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and just yeah, a bunch yeah. of people are piling in or whatever. So me and her had went to the beach, and then we hopped on that to go back to the Airbnb. And she had two phones. She had a work phone and her personal phone. And um, she got off of the thing, and she left her phone on it, right? So she was like, oh, my gosh. And it was her work phone, too. It wasn't even I like. She oh. need that one. <laughs> in a different country Actually, losing that kind know. of stuff like Ooh. if i lost my work phone i'd be like all right because they're gonna replace it <laughs> they are but they're gonna replace it i mean i, I feel like it depends on what you got i actually think she might have it might have been her personal and then she used her work phone i don't know but if it was my work i would be like all right bye <laughs> well i mean <laughs> they'll I guess send you another one this is the thing about losing phones period well in that case especially if she's gonna get another phone regardless mm -hmm. It's like, who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? Like the information's in the cloud mm -hmm. thing, whatever mm -hmm. that fucking is. And you could just grab it. Um, so it's but, not like you lose your contacts like back in the day. Yeah. So we get out and right when we get out, I was like, Darian, where's your phone? Like, where's your other phone? And she starts like panicking and like searching through everything. Her, like the beach bag, the towels, <laughs> like whatever. And I was like, I can look through my bag moment. too. I like, hate that your heart, moment. Uh, just, your heart starts my, really Oh God. God. Yeah, let me just see if it's in, you know? So I was just like, well, you have your other phone. Put on, like, is your, find your iPhone on there or whatever. And then I'm like, call it as well. Maybe somebody will answer. So she calls it. I call it, whatever. No answer. It just keeps ringing, keeps ringing. So she pulls up, find my iPhone, and then she sees it moving. And she was just like, all right, I'm going to go and find it. <laughs> and I was like, well. In Barbados. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was really? like. Really? Okay, I guess we're doing this, whatever. So we get a taxi and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much because my mom was back at the Airbnb. She, it was her birthday. Oh. Which her, it's her birthday today too. Happy hey! birthday, my mom! What are the so odds? this is two years. What are the odds? That's creepy as On fuck. this date. Oh my God. Wow. wow. <laughs> you lose your phone on the same day. <laughs> yes. Deja vu. Um, and so I was just like, oh my gosh. And she's been panicked. Like she's been freaking out, upset. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I told her I'd already be back. And so my friend is like, it's okay. I'll just go in the taxi. And she was like, you go back to the house. And I was like, I just don't know if that's a smart idea. Yeah. Like, Black people don't like splitting up. <laughs> Horror movie, cell phone search. We're not splitting up. I was up. like, girl, like, you know, we're in another foreign country. You've never been here. At least I've been here before. At least I know people who live on the island. You know nobody. And you're in a bathing suit. You're in a bikini. I was just oh like, ah, Was she drunk? Know? No, no, no. Okay. We only had like maybe two drinks or whatever. So it wasn't even like... She was drunk, so she's like, "I know Rihanna, I'll be fine." <laughs> so she was like, "I'm gonna do." It. She was like, "It's okay, I'm okay, okay." 
And so she hops in the taxi. I'm just like, all right. I start like walking back to the Airbnb with my broken leg, panicking about her, worrying about my mom. I'm like, please share my locate, like share your location with me so I can watch you. <laughs> and so she's in the taxi following it with the taxi. I'm following her. her following <laughs> <on my> <laughs> That's crazy. And then um, the taxi end up figuring out what she was doing because she was didn't really have a destination. But she, right? she didn't tell him either? She was kind of like, no, like, okay, go this way, this way, whatever. And then he was like, he figured out what was happening. He, he was like, no, I'm not about to do this. He was like, I'll take you to the police station. So he took her to the police station and told the police what had happened. And um, the taxi stayed around with her and everything like that, too. Oh, that's a nice guy. Yeah, and then um, they went to... Because the the car or whatever stopped in one location for a minute, like 20, 30 minutes, right? Mm. And it wasn't on the main road. Like, this van is supposed to stay on the main road, right? Mm. And it was just in this cut. And the police officer's like, well, let's just wait. A couple minutes, see if it moves again. You know what I mean? Let's not just roll up to a fucking who knows. Bush. Like it's a house. It's probably a house. You know Bush. I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, and so then it's it ended up going back on the right main road, and um, they went out to the street or whatever. And the guy, as he was pulling up, he seen them, and he just like stuck his hand out the window, like, "Here, I saw an American number calling, so I knew it had to be like you and your friend." And I was hoping that you guys were at the same stop that I dropped you off at. So he's about to drive back. Well, he had to anyways, right? Because oh, okay. the route is like you go there. I think oh, okay. it goes to like the airport and then it goes like back again. Route, yeah. yeah okay, okay. And so he, he was going to have to pass it anyways. And he was like, I was just hoping that you and your friend were sitting there waiting and whatever. And then he was like, yeah, I seen it. I knew instantly it was your phone. And she was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And then she was like, yeah, we were kind of worried because you went off the grid for a while. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go to my boy's house and get a couple drinks and shit. <laughs> Later <laughs> drives away. <laughs> and oh she was my like, goodness. all right, well, thanks. In case you guys are wondering why we're talking about this, uh, Alicia left her phone in her car and we've been searching for it for three days. Um, <laughs> That's why I wasn't there last week. Been Not because I was <laughs> She in lost jail. her phone. Yeah, a lot of people are saying she's in jail. Yeah, who's um, you? She's serial killer. No, uh, me? it was you. Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, I got niggas snitching on you. <laughs> Gravy gang, I am appalled <laughs> at these recent <laughs> discoveries. Uh, I would never say that, Alicia. Absolutely. I'd have you know it was totally nor. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome uh. back to the show. Yeah! Early Hello. intro today yes, for good reason. It's mm -hmm. a great reason. I can hear the shorts <laughs> in your throat. You can hear the Montreal smoke meat in my oh mouth, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Tris. Let that shit play. around this Bahamas Let guy, that man. Play. He's, he's, he's yeah, he doesn't Indian. like hearing that. He likes Indian. He rather hear, he wants conk. Huh? He wants Come conk on. in it's his Pride mouth. Month, baby. Shout out to everybody hey. celebrating Pride Month. Yeah. Celebrating Indigenous Month. Filipino Heritage why, Month. Why is that lumped together? <laughs> why? I feel what? like Indigenous Month is like Black History Month. It's every day. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's also Black uh, Music Month. Yes. 
Wow, Ooh. they really just said all, all, all minorities, <laughs> all the minorities in June. Let's lump them up before Christmas. I was like, uh, dang, like we couldn't really just separate this better. Like, what's next month? Because I know July May is, is Asian, month. whatever, Asian Pacific. No, it's now. No, that's June. Pacific. Pacific. Uh, no, that's May. No, that was May. That was May. Oh, no, that was May. Yeah. Sorry, June. June is, is Filipino. Asian Pacific yeah. Islander. Is that's the I. I was Filipino like, wait, what's the I? Yeah, yeah. Filipino independence? Yeah, this is our month. Fuck, this is a great month. Filipino month. This is a great month. No, 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 no. Gemini is. Gemini are born in June. We don't fuck with Gemini. Damn. Watch out for cancers born in June. I'm a June 28 cancer. Come on. Oh, you're June 28 cancer? Cancers are kind of too. Yeah, yeah. It'll, Why it'll was that the name that was chosen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so cancerous. <laughs> like I don't get why cancer was chosen. Hey, there can- specific cancers reason? were there before the cancer, the disease. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? They trying so, to taint you guys. They trying to taint mm-hmm. the cancer. That's crazy. Whoever invented that literally had like a divorced mm-hmm. wife that was born in July. Because that's <laughs> yeah. nuts. That doesn't make any sense. Why yeah. they called we're, it? We're crustaceans. I, I've never heard of a, a crustaceous cancer. Or like. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I can't spell that. No, the, uh, the sh- like it's a crab. It's a crab, like a shell. It's a thing oh, that's, that's the what water. the, the logo oh, yeah. is. The lo- for, the, oh, okay, okay. The logo, it's you know, that's what why a crab is, is. or that's what a cancer. That don't make yeah, no I don't, sense. I have no clue why. why? <laughs> yeah, like the Milwaukee Bucks, then they have a deer. I'm like, I don't get it. Where's Isn't that? that what a buck is? Is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought a buck uh, was something racist, like a, a racist term for that's black That's why buck, buck shots to shoot deer. Yeah. yeah. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a racist term behind buck that was in Get Out, like was a, it was symbolic in Get Out. Not when, he showed, <clears throat> when he showed the buck that he had that he had on the wall, that was like symbolic of something that Black people used to be called something like that. I will look it up after. Well, it, if that makes sense, if he's saying that a buck is um, the deer and you're going to shoot it, the buckshot, yeah. and they, ha- they usually put the heads on the wall. Is so it, now they're probably just saying that they kill niggas. And what is a buck 50? Is that the slice across the face? Uh, Isn't that the razor across the face that give you a buck 50 in New York? Oh, yeah, you know what? Mm. See, I, you, you should have known no, that. No, I, I, Shaolin. I, I know. I should know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've heard it many a times, and 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 I've probably used Buck it. Fifty. Cr- I know Nas said it at least once. Come on. No, every East Coast rapper from Brooklyn said it at one point. At some point, you catch the buck fifty. <laughs> Speaking of music, what is a buck fifty, man. I do feel ashamed <laughs> for not knowing that. Speaking of music, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We have an amazing guest. Her album has dropped today. We have Milo in the building. Milo! And she don't mean the tea. How you doing? Yes, not the chocolate <laughs> well, drink. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming thank you on, for on your special too. day. Um, yeah, how's day. it feel? It feels super good. Um, I'm like a little nervous about it though. Why? Why so? I've been like Why so, so excited about it this whole time. I like, get it. Oh, like you know, I'm excited to put my album out. Everyone's gonna see it now. But now that it's actually out, it's like. Okay, everyone's actually gonna like hear it, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. and like everyone's gonna be their little critic selves, and yeah. so it's nerve wracking, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It's yeah. I understand that completely because I think it's a little different from other art mediums where it's mm-hmm. like it's probably a lot like a movie. It's release. probably more. It's you know like I mean? way more months intimate. And months. Yeah, exactly. Right? That because too. some people get really vulnerable. Yeah, on I was definitely it. super vulnerable. <laughs> she got yeah. super vulnerable so. on this joint. <laughs> Um, it's heard in uh, the latest release. It's a live performance of Cruel uh, yes. in yeah. the Woods. Amazing video, <laughs> amazing voice. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous. I don't like seeing black people on the trees like that. It's a lot. It was a, very, it was a lot for me, but I love, I love the concept. I love the concept. It was very, right, eye, right? it was like very eye grabbing. Like if I didn't know you and I saw the couch in the forest, I'd be like, all right, shout out that James. Yeah, you know, just put yourself in a different element and make it your own. That's what's up. So, yeah. Why did you decide to do it uh, live instead of like just your traditional video of you know pre-recorded and like put together a whole romantic story or anything like that? I think for the reason that cruel, I wanted it to be a live experience was because. It was a very emotional song, and it was a very vulnerable song that was speaking to, um, like, removing myself from a toxic situation and, and finding strength in myself. And so the live version allowed me to, like, really show the emotion of what that song meant to me. Mm. And I wanted to share it in a space that was, like, neutral, but also, like, in nature. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like I get a lot of inspiration from being in nature and... I use a lot of metaphors that have to do with flowers and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Love so me a good, good old flower. Yeah. <laughs> the tulip. Love a good old D flower. Uh, mine is a tulip, if you know what I mean. Uh, you feel me? <laughs> tulip. tulip. Go. Uh, so, wow. Um, what? It's a beautiful flower. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I, I love getting kissed by a rose. Okay. Isn't oh that in God. the vagina I'm monologue, brand. though? Don't they talk about my vagina is a flower? My vagina is a, it looks a lot like flowers. It looks a lot like a flower. the prettiest petals. <laughs> and, 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 the the hairs, and then the hairs are nice little stamens. <laughs> stamens? What yeah. the fuck is stamens? <laughs> stamens are like the little, so you know when you see weed, like the red hairs on weed? Okay. What's the stamens? In okay. the middle of the flowers, little, little you see the little hairs, little sometimes. hairs that come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. My yeah the little peach fuzz. Oh man! Hey man! Hey, I love me some flowers. <laughs> I love me some flowers. Um, Come on now! You have seven songs on here, which I absolutely love because that's a good number. These twenty-five song number. albums is we just don't need a that. lot. Not in this day and age. Yeah, no. And is this your first album? Album? Yeah, I did two other EPs, like three songs each. So this is the first like full accumulative project with the same producers on the whole thing. Okay, so. well, who's the producer? Um, I have two producers, Dean Vision and Late Night Drive, and we did the whole entire thing together. Toronto really people? Beautiful. Um, Pickering, actually. Song has some mileage. Okay. Pickering youths out here producing. I like it. Yeah. Um, you have seven songs on here. Obviously, they're very emotional. I told you about Rainy Days already. Mm-hmm. That's that's crack <laughs> absolute crack i love cruel but rainy days does something to me I love that. um it's very beautiful who inspires your music because i get so many and i hate like doing the whole comparison thing mm-hmm. but like i feel like for people to especially when you're a new artist people need yeah. like points of reference so i'm not by any means saying you're these people but i'm getting erica badu i'm yeah, getting get ari that. lennox yeah. i'm getting a jasmine sullivan in there a little bit like a little bit of all of the ballady Mm-hmm. R&B singers are you gonna is that your your vibe just more of a ballad vibe I think it's it's part of my vibe I'm still like learning kind of exactly what my voice can do mm-hmm. um and so I'm just trying new things and yeah. I feel like with this album I had the ballads but I also did like some darker stuff and mm-hmm. so yeah I definitely love 
I love hearing Erica Badu. People always tell me that she's yeah. amazing. So I will I will take that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if there's anyone to be like, <laughs> I would love it's to the be queen. the Erica. queen, Erica exactly. Badu. She looked like she smelled good. It's great that you're open. It's great that you're open to exploring different sounds mm-hmm. and like growing. Yeah, with your sure. voice, especially being such a new artist, there's nothing yeah. really for you to lose. You know right. what I mean? Right. You don't well. have this like well, Cardi the- B gang style yeah. that like I mean mm-hmm. not stan like fans or whatever who mm. are so critical on like having one yeah. sound. Do you know what I mean? Like whoever, yeah. all, like all the big artists. Yeah. You know how we many want, people complain about Cardi. Drake all they, the time? They, they don't like when people yeah. change. You know, they want Yeah, they, they want, want yeah. the old Kanye. They yeah. want sure. like Drake when he's only rapping. <laughs> yep. Do you know what yep. I mean? Yep. Like yep. they want that stuff. So it's like I feel like when you're a newer artist, you have the opportunity to just explore mm-hmm. and it's very representative of life. Like nobody should really sound the same the yeah. same way that they should never be the same with their personality and everybody should continue to grow so that's such a beautiful thing that you're open to that and you are trying different things because you never know what will stick you there right and you never know what will actually pop and getting out of the comfort zone is Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. sometimes the best stuff to do because you never know you never know what you're capable of until you get out of that box that you're in that's super safe you know what i mean and or not allowing other people to put you in a box. Because I've mm-hmm. been seeing that a lot more often. They just think, especially being, like, black creators, that we're supposed to be a certain something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 if you're... You like, yeah, yeah, if you're hip-hop, then you are you have to be a rapper, mm-hmm. and they expect you to maybe have that gangster, especially from Toronto. They mm-hmm. want you to all sound yeah. the same. Like, yeah. Yeah. they want yeah. you to sound like Doovy and whatever. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. Yep. But I feel like that duality is so important, you know But yeah, I mean? but if we have a rapper that's sounds like something else like i don't know if you guys know who just john is who is more edgy alternative but still raps and stuff like that like i think that's such a beautiful thing even you get like that unique person that's not typical for seeing a black man yeah and that duality is important because i especially coming out the gate like i know you said there's no there's nothing to lose right like Mm -hmm. coming out the gate but i feel like there is almost something to uh, hold you back as a creator because I find that the creators that flourish these days are niche mm-hmm. and they stick to the niche yeah, and so true. they can't get out of it because this is what people expect of you. Mm-hmm. I've gone on countless like TikTok pages and stuff like that, for example, and whatever video I saw first... I go on their page expecting to see more of that. You know what I mean? And when yeah. I don't, I'm just like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing but here. But that's so true. So it's just yeah. like, it, it kind of, you don't want to confuse There's a fine the line. customer, but at the same time, you want to be able to express that, yo, I'm not going to just do this. Yeah, you do you know more. I mean, I do everything. And it's, it's really tough because my YouTube, for example, I was doing everything. Mm-hmm. Doing all reaction and it just videos, kids, yeah. all like, types. In terms of, shit. of growing your your following yeah. and yeah. views and stuff, it wasn't working for you. I yeah. feel like there's just a fine line mm-hmm. that sometimes when you're in a certain specific phase, you're mm-hmm. okay to just explore and try new things, right? Yeah. Because then you learn so much about yourself, and then you can kind of like figure out what you really like yeah. and how you sure. really like to be, and the and then what your fans work, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Once you hit a certain wall with you for example for your creator they want you to do one type of video right and it's like okay you got to kind of stick with it and Mm -hmm. if you want to branch off it's going to be hard you're going to have to rework it all 
but yeah, or it's just start like a, another page. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You got to build another page feel, in order to cover all your mm-hmm. niches. It's I feel like weird. it's definitely a thin line, but it's also like strategy. Like you have to be strategic about it, yeah. right? If you're going to tap into a different sound, like figure out a way where you can tap into it while still having something that mm-hmm. makes you unique. You know? Yeah. Like, I definitely, for, definitely. I think for myself too, uh, something I always strive for is to kind of break the boundary of like, age limits of people who Mm. can be listening to your stuff like something for me is like i want to be able to create stuff that you know all the older heads are gonna love like Mm -hmm. my grandparents enjoy and the young people enjoy at the same time too and so there is like this understanding of like what your lane is um like you were saying but like being able to kind of like peek out on different parts of that yeah like you know showcase different parts of that for sure i think that's definitely it's it's so important man because I feel like you got to set the tone. It's almost like a girlfriend. Like <laughs> You kind of got to be consistent in one area because you do, you put hey without the three whys one time and it's like, what's wrong? <laughs> you know so what true, I mean? So There's uh, one hey, I just got one why, what's wrong? What's I'd be the like, problem? say you don't love me. Just say you don't love me, okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. One K. And you said that Cruel, for example, mm-hmm. inspired by a toxic situation can you expose yeah. that person's name right now please let us can know we just get who that is person? he who's the and toxic we person we're gonna get him out get him get him get or her or her the only reason I'm not going to expose him is because I'm not gonna give him the satisfaction period talk to things my should we should we name him should we name him because we have a tendency of naming all my people all yes. of them. Her last, her no. last situation was past situation. He was current. He was current situation at the time. And now he's past situation. Yes. And, now and now her current my, thing got. Yeah, my boyfriend now is Goldie Cox. Goldie Cox. Mm-hmm. And was there something Because his penis is just right. It's not yeah. too hot, not okay. too cold. Oh, yeah. And then there's horses. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got horses. I've met a couple of horses, which horse. means that they just had like huge horses ass penis. Horses in the stable. So you know, we named them. So you have to give us a, a trait about horse him where we can name him. Or tell us a little bit about the situation. Situation, so we can vibe um, and get ooh, some the story on yeah, cruel. Let's yeah. both bestow him with a nice new gravy name. The best way to describe it was. <laughs> Poisonous. Um, let's say, um, like parking lot, smoking weed. Okay, parking bay. He's parking, parking situation. Parking. He's, he's parking situation. He's parking situation. Yes. Parking situation. See, I have my own parking back car situations. Oh, yeah. And he had a city situation. Yeah, was very shitty. So I'm like. He has a city situation. His park car situation was very shitty. It's, oh, it's like a lot. literally. Yeah, like, literally. Literally shit. shit. Like. Doo oh. On the seats. <laughs> not on the seats, like, uh, on the hands. By the way, he's not a kink. He's not into that. No, no, I'm, no, no, no mud butts for me. Is he? <laughs> By the way, we got Norms. Fly lady die in the house. Y'all exposing my girls up in this bitch. No, but yes. he gave a name. Oh, that's, a name. Name. that's a name. But we never gave a oh, name. Oh, we got to give her a name name? Like a name No, name? but like we gave her a real name. We gave her a real name. I guess I did. And I, we weren't supposed to expose. Oh, we're not supposed to expose. I didn't call expose. it. I didn't say my it. Bad, my I bad, swear my you bad. did. No. I didn't say shit. <laughs> you didn't say her name. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> we not gonna I mean, you, you can you can blank it out if really just to. I'm pretty sure we said it when we were with Extra Gravy Gang, like with the. Uh, I was talking talk about right now. During the podcast, I swear we were anonymous that we weren't going to say names. We just exposed that's right, that's it. Right. So I hope there's I no pressure. I hope there's no pressure now. She's been listening to podcasts. I'm talking about other people. What if she didn't? She did. What if she didn't want to be known? Uh, right. To right. be known? We never get. We she never gave us permission that's to right. say her name. You live streams, right? Yeah. Exactly. She needs. Some I know. I, I guess we did. Live stream. What's the Twitch? Follow <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. You know what's up. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. You guys know who she is. It's hey. a first, a first official gravy gang girlfriend. Like she, she's the only well, one that they know. They don't. All right, Matt don't, Matt don't do. Expose. My girl's on social cakes. media. Matt what are you talking about? My girl has <laughs> social media. What are you saying? I'm not saying that they don't have social media. You Never mind. Gravy gang has literally bought cakes from my girl. Okay, <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. They don't know your nigga. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's talk shit now. I'm not talking shit. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying Hold on. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. You still don't know his name. I'm on the close friends now. She about to slip up one day. Don't worry. Did you not hear me? Did you not hear me after? Listen, all of us say. Before we got on, we were talking about it. You're like, who are you going to give this manscape to you? And I said. I, I paused, and then I said Goldie Cuts because uh, I almost said his name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you would you ever do the manscaping for him if he asked you, like, "Yo, manscaping me like Tyrese"? No. Would you lo- would you <laughs> yeah. would you mow his lawn? No. Would you let a man mow your lawn with a man with a, a lawn? Man? Not yeah. a man yeah. or a, a, a woman? Would you let your girlfriend? Would you let your girlfriend? I would let my girl. A human. Hey, I like that. Intimate. I'm telling you, it's intimate. It's an intimate experience, man. When Tyrese was doing it at first, I was like. That is not <laughs> on camera. Yeah, no, not Instagram. <laughs> I'm not doing it on camera unless we got OnlyFans. That hey, you know what I'm saying. But he was trying to be okay, cool anyway. shave your girls pum pum. I don't think that that's great. That's crazy. Like you're gonna have to do it when she's pregnant for sure. Yeah. The heck, it when your girl's true. pregnant, she can't even see her pum pum. So you have to do it eventually. If you want to shave, get to work. Okay? Got to know which way the flow of the hair is going. Be eating, don't uh, get no razor bumps. But that's why you have Manscaped. Ooh, Manscaped. Manscaped. Skin Manscaped. safe, replaceable blades. <laughs> this hygienic skin safe blade helps prevent mixed snags we, and we, we did the ad. We did the ad. <laughs> All right. Cool. But shout out oh. to the Lawnmower 4.0. Mm-hmm. Very interesting name. Yeah. Um, I think this is like the perfect gift for like Father's Day. Because, you know, it's coming 100%. up. And especially if your mans be trying to like, some men, you know, they wax and stuff like yeah. that. And since uh, they do. I want to get laser. <laughs> well, you know, honest. some men do laser and I wax, and if you hair. don't do laser consistently, it will grow back. So you mm. obviously need something that's not temporary. after like ten sessions. Yeah, but if you're say you're in the middle and we had this lockdown and everything's closed, right? So yeah, say yeah. you've only done three, it's gonna grow back. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so not doing laser till I'm like seventy. Something <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not doing it anytime soon. I'm, I'm sticking with this for now. Yeah. Something like Manscaped to uh, you know freshen up the stuff. Oh yeah. Trust me. And yeah. And Let's we see, actually. My, I, w- I was always worried about, you know, the nut sacks. And that's why, like, this is perfect. Yeah. It says mm. no nicks, snacks, or tugs. Like, what? Really? No nicks, snacks, or petty wax. No nicks, snacks, or tugs. Yeah. That's Maybe my I biggest fear every time, bro. Too. I've, had, yeah. I've had an incident. Oh, yeah, dude. It's probably nice. It's probably I've, a nice close shave. So. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. No, it this is, is a nice probably, No, yeah. I'm saying for the vagina. 
No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. don't don't they say male raises for their face are are, are better for like women? More. Women do tend to buy male. Right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of women I know, especially for shaving their legs, they use man razors. So much yeah, very right? really. Well, because I've it's never man, done it's it meant for the face, so like it has to be very safe. So like that mm. means you can use it. Why do they want the women to cut themselves? That, that's some bullshit. There's yeah, sexist. the fact that There's they sexist. have lower grade, lower grade. You could always just let it grow too. But right. I mean, that works as well, too. Hey, man. Goldie Cox into that bush. <laughs> Rough and tough with that Afro you puff. You will take whatever I Welcome give you. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what you hear when you take off your pants. Welcome wow. to the jungle. So, um, so, hold on. Back to parking lot. Um, hold on, hold on, on, hold on. I just want to let them to know that they can get a 20% discount with uh, the code Gravy Gain. Oh, so, where? You know? Yeah. What? Yeah, definitely. Gravy, you know, gang. gravy gang, gravy gang, twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. If get you, some manscaped. Well, here's the thing: we're about to get. Uh, well, apparently, and maybe not. Who knows? But if ever we get Ooh. to leave at our homes, okay, that is not a vibrator. <laughs> you're just using it to shave the hair now. <laughs> but this, this part right here, <laughs> the shaver, you can leave, and there. it's waterproof. <laughs> it's waterproof. Ooh, that is waterproof. So. <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> the shaver you can squirt on. Hey. <laughs> I don't um, know how to squirt. Anyways. We um, don't, listen, we're going to get the expert in. Savannah taught you a couple methods. And it ain't work. You didn't. You tried them? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did it come close? Have I, you ever had sex and felt like you needed to pee? All the time. What? <laughs> so then you not do all it. the time. You can do it then. I can't. You're afraid. You think it's pissed. It's not. I can't. <laughs> you can. Even when I've tried to like just you mentally think it's let pissed. go, I'd be like, let go. <laughs> oh. Do you have stage fright? Like if someone's in the washroom and you're trying to take a piss, can you like not take a piss until they leave the room? No, no, no. no I can. Go. Okay, okay. So you don't okay. have stage fright. Listen to my pee, but I do still because like I'd be on the phone with Goldie Cox and I'd be like, I really have to go pee, and he'd be like, Okay, just go, and then I'll mute him. He was like, Wow. He'll be yelling in the phone. <laughs> How dare you mute me? I mute me. I want the stream to be heard for sure. <laughs> Listen, I've been living with my girl for almost a month and I'm still trying to catch her fart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> even catch this woman fart it's incredible she's a ninja it's her asshole is a ninja it doesn't make any sense um are you an open how farter get here i'm open with all my hey. flatulence all your flatulence maybe not in like this environment yeah, okay, okay, i can okay. hold it for these situations okay good I mean, you don't have to you like i'm cool if y'all cool because he been loves some shit <laughs> you love city situations <laughs> <laughs> I do. Get your I do. Um, that's how we got there because we've named this man that was named after her song mm -hmm. "Parking Situation." Parking situation. We went to no, we, we gotta call him par, par, Park like, Smoke. Did you say he smokes? You guys were smoking in the parking lot. And park yeah. Smoke. That's a smoke. Yeah, parking. <sighs> park park Pimpin, right? Parking lot. Park Smoke. No, not feeling it. No, park smoke. <laughs> we, he, we, he needs a Sounds disrespectful like a fire. name. Forest yeah. fire. He needs a disrespectful <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. we should just name him Little Man. Oh, oh. Well, oh. then, I mean, that is that's her thing, by the way. That's like Charlemagne's donkey of the day. That's her like that's her donkey of the day yeah. right there. Little, Little man. man syndrome. Little man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> now, desperate Shady. times is the name of the album. Why did yes. you name it that? Um. Well, there's actually a song on the album called Desert Time, so it came from that, and that song 
came at a time in my life where I was, I'm, like, very lost and, like, unsure of myself, but also, like, finding myself. And so it was, like, this weird in-between and, like, weaving energy of, like, who am I and I know who I am. And so... How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 25. You're never 25. supposed to yeah. ask a woman her age. Yes, okay. you are. Enough of this. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm stop. Sick of that. Stop. I, <laughs> I am actually supposed to ask every woman her age. <laughs> At true. this point, yes. That whole thing has led to some very disgusting <laughs> situations, okay? R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. So always ask a woman's age. That is the new rule. Um, you're 25 and you're thinking mm-hmm. about who am I? Yes, that very much is, so. Listen, hey, <laughs> I started at 30, so. Yeah. <laughs> 30, I'm like, who the fuck am I? Who I'm still I like? trying to ask that question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> have, you, have you reached the end? Have you reached uh, a point where you're like, this is who I am as an artist, as a person, as a friend, as a lover? Um, I, I don't think it's something you necessarily reach. Like, there's mm-hmm. an end to it. I think you definitely re- go through different points. Um, have you gone like, as far as you can go? Definitely not. Oh, okay. I have way farther to go for okay. sure. I'm definitely only in like the beginning because I only really started questioning these things about myself and like who, who I wanted to be recently. And mm-hmm. so I'm now in a place where I'm more confident in myself and I'm like willing to be more vulnerable and like come to these kind of things and like, yeah. you know, be more open. And so that in that I'm satisfied and in that I know who I am. I'm definitely still very much like on this journey, just mm-hmm. trying to like learn. So were you more, I'm getting the feeling that you were more guarded before with yeah. a lot of things. Is it, was it guarded out of fear of people judging you or was it like a shyness? I've always been super shy. I, you could probably tell hear it in the, the voice. beginning of this. <laughs> I've just been like, yeah, I'm a very shy person. And you? I think for um, a lot of my life, I like just held a lot of, things in and I just kind of like allow situations to happen or Mm. like you know allow people to be in and out of my life and um for their their satisfaction Mm. more than my own Mm -hmm. and so now I'm coming to a space where it's like nah, it's all about me now and like I am just trying to figure that out do you know where that turning point was for you when did you decide like yo enough is enough because everybody has like i feel like everybody has their boiling point except for norm he's just consistently (laughs) selfless (laughs) he cannot not be selfless i feel like it's a part of his dna at this point he always thinks about people so it's like for some people i feel like it's just (laughs) for some people i feel like it's just that's just Mm -hmm. them they've accepted it and it's a part of their purpose they feel like almost Um, for you, when was the turning point of like, yo, people are going to stop like taking me for granted type of thing? I think probably after my last relationship was probably when it was like, okay, like you, you need to start like being like, like speaking up for yourself and mm, stuff. Cause okay. like it came to a point where it's like, I just feel kind of. I don't want to use the word dumb, but I just feel like, you know, like I know in myself I have the power to do better than this. And I'm just, la- I keep allowing it to happen. I, and so it was just like, hey, stop just doing this now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. be, be who you need to be. And it was also at a point when I decided I was going to start taking music seriously as well. And so it was like, okay, I have to like speak up for myself and I have to make sure that like I'm 
um, being more assertive because mm-hmm. if I'm not, then I'm going to get walked all over and I'm going to be put into these boxes and like, I'm not going to be able to be myself. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Def- so. Especially as a woman, I feel like that's <laughs> super tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, coming into a male dominated industry, uh, yes, you know, a lot of, I, like you hear so many different situations of women having to like navigate around their job essentially you know what yeah. i mean like you can't just go to a job like a man does mm-hmm. and just do the job you know what i mean you can't <clears throat> for example especially a lot of women in the industry have a meeting with a guy or a producer mm-hmm. some of those situations are kind of scary <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean like so. i can only imagine going especially if your vibe is like a late night vibe like mm-hmm. this one i'm gonna be in the studio all night blah blah just me and this producer and for a lot of women, if you don't know that person, it could be a very scary situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's so many men who are in the music industry or in like that industry, entertainment industry at yeah. all, that are so conceited and so like full of themselves and feel like they have the power. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, especially when it comes to artists and like I guess women artists who tend to be more vulnerable with their music and are especially when they're younger they might not be as aware of certain situations that could potentially happen yeah there's so many people who men that just take advantage of them mm-hmm. in multiple ways they're like okay we see that you are hurt broken we can hear it through your music now let me take advantage of <laughs> yeah. it it's right? the pimp sure. thing it's the pimp yeah. thing to do man it's a pimp men- mentality a lot of men have mm-hmm. where it's like okay i'm gonna find someone broken wounded mm-hmm. <clears throat> and watch over them like a big brother or you know Try what i mean like some sort of mentor or something mm-hmm. like that like you saw it with um for example tina turner Tina Turner and Ike Turner. Ike was her big brother at first. You know what I mean? He was yeah. not always some lover. Like, that guy looked after her like a little sister. And then eventually saw that he needed her, couldn't do it without her, and molded her into his wife. So it's like, and that control. We know what happened with Ike and Tina after that. Like, there's a lot of violence, a lot of domestic violence. And it's, you hear it all the time. We talk about Jesse's uh, video and that song. That she did a while back, Gatekeepers, I believe it was called. Yeah, Gatekeepers. We've talked about that a number of times and what she went through. And that, Jesse is, especially when that happened, we're talking relatively new artists, Mm -hmm. not very well known. Yeah. And this happens to people who are well known. Yeah. And are huge. So imagine all of the people who had this dream that never even got to get there because of situations like this. You know what I mean? It could be very, very hostile. Um, and with your music, especially super vulnerable, very emotional. Um, do you ever find yourself like, do you ever find it too much to even record? Like, has there ever been a moment where you put down something on paper and you're like, yeah, I could do this. And you got in there, you're like, this is not happening today. That's (laughs) that's actually happened so many times, um, where it's either like even something I've written, I just can't kind of put it into into melodies and stuff like that yeah. because it's something that's really like on my heart mm-hmm. or it's even something where I'm just in the studio and kind of humming on something and then you know it hits a chord in myself and yeah. like I like sometimes even just cry like it's 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 an interesting situation I think for me specifically because music is the only really place that I'm honest with myself mm-hmm. um music and journal that's most of us trust me with the creatives that's like the one place where you're like 
I can get it all out here. Yeah. yeah. And so in the studio, um, I'm lucky enough to work with uh, my two producers that I mentioned earlier, Dean and Late Night Drive. And um, so we've kind of learned each other's, like the way we experience life. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, and so they're super great with, if I'm ever like super just not having it that day. Um, and I think it's important also to remember that like you don't have to always come out of the studio with like a finished mm-hmm. anything. Right. Yep. Like, yeah. Even for yeah. example, Desperate Times on the album, that was very much just a day that I went in and I was feeling like super emotional and just like, again, like who am I? But I'm also like, I kind of know. Um, and so a lot of that song, if you listen closely, it doesn't actually say anything. It's just kind of me like humming and like mm-hmm. just feeling just feeling, just feeling and yeah. I didn't I decided to <coughs> not go back and like add lyrics because nice. it was just so natural and it just it said everything without saying anything that's the song time. And that's so sometimes song. that's that hits more than any yeah. like writ well written song yeah. like you could tell that just came from nowhere in the moment. Then, it Do you get emotional like when you're writing? Time. Like floor tree at the end of oh, Say yeah. Yes. I just felt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. This is exactly what I've been feeling the whole song. <laughs> this is the embodiment of it, for sure. Um, yeah, I can't imagine, like, especially as artists, especially, like, keep going back to it, the type of music you make. Like, for example, Faith Evans, when she performs that Biggie song, it's like, how do you not just weep? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Every time you perform so- certain songs, it's like, and then on top of that, that makes the become, performance the best, though, when you oh, can actually see that there's emotions. I love it. So that's when I love when artists are able to really perform a song that means something to them. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, tons of artists use mm. writers, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you can just tell. Tell the difference. You know how hard it is to is sing is representative you of <laughs> your... <Yeah. laughs> like, straight you're up. Really Mary it. had so a little laugh. <laughs> you just crying throughout. But to... Yeah. Go, to because you mentioned uh, Jessie, I remember when I interviewed her for the um, OVO Summit, I had said to her, because she obviously writes songs, I had said to her, I'm like, what is your process when you're writing with somebody else? Like, how do you get them, On your like, mind. information out of them yeah. to be able to create something, that masterpiece for them? And she was like, my first question I asked them is, when was the last time you cried and what was it over? And she was like, from that, it allows people to like start getting vulnerable yeah, with her so instantly. And yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for I think sure. It's important to allow yourself, especially in the R&B music specifically and any type of like soulful stuff. It's important to allow yourself to feel the emotions mm-hmm. that you're feeling and not try to block them and try yeah. to just write a song like it. It's always better when it really just comes out from like your and the audience can tell. Yeah, the audience is like you can't hide, especially when you're performing R and B on stage. (laughs) It's a lot like uh, stand up. Like you can't hide. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you're right there. Everybody can see. Is there emotion? Does this person even believe what they're singing? And it comes out in the music. Like I remember watching um, a live performance of Yeba singing "My Mind," and I was just like, "Bruh." This is not. She sounded like, like this. The the whole song is about um, catching her man with another woman, mm-hmm. but she's like, "You're not winning, my man." Type mm-hmm. of thing. Where it's like, I feel like we haven't heard that a lot in R and B. It's usually like, "Oh, you took him, you can have him. I'm better off without him." Type thing. But we very rarely hear that transparency. Where it's like, "No, you don't get to win, my man." Like. Yeah. 
he's my man. I don't care what he did with you. We can forget about it, but you don't get to keep him. You know mm. what I mean? And in like halfway through the song, she's singing and she starts pointing and, and like you hear her voice trembling. And I swear to you, she could see the woman. Mm-hmm. Like you could just oh. Ooh, she was ready like, to I got goosebumps. I'm like, yo, she looks like she can <laughs> see this woman that oh. she's talking about. And it's just it was a it was a mind boggling uh, performance. You guys check that out. Yeba in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. Very dope. Yeba's just incredible. Just unbelievable voice. Do you feel like you have experienced anything that's been setting you back? And if so, what has it been? It's a good question. Um, I feel like I tried to not let things set me back. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the past I had a lot. Um, like, for example, what I was saying earlier in my past relationship became something where they were molding me into the artist they wanted to see mm. and I wasn't kind of I, I was just allowing it to happen because it was like oh you're gonna take me places you know it wasn't like I can do this on my own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so realizing that um, I've kind of decided to no longer let certain things set me back and mm-hmm. just to kind of maneuver through it and 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 bring myself above certain situations and just be very assertive. I think mm-hmm. that's the main thing. And setting saying, boundaries. Yeah, saying what that's I want. That's something that we I, have a problem with in yeah. general, like mm-hmm. setting boundaries. I don't think we really learn what setting boundaries is yep. until like we've been completely broken. We're afraid and to we're step on We're able to like heal and come to like realization that it's mm-hmm. not it. It's kind of like uh, unfollowing someone on Twitter or any <laughs> social media, but you're still yeah. friends with them, but I just don't want to see you here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't for a lot of people, it's hard space. for them to do yeah. that. You know what I mean? They're like, no, I got to keep following because then they're going to think I, yeah. I don't like yeah. them and it's going to be an argument. And like, I was doing that for a lot of time too. That specifically and also just in general life, just keeping people around that yeah. were not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the pandemic. To pretending to, yeah. Right? So. It's, it's, it's difficult to see through at the time. Like, it, it really takes a lot of growth in this hindsight to just be like, oh, that's what was happening. Yeah. And then I always say experience is the best teacher. Nobody could have told you like, no, that person's not good for you because you would have never believed it at the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. So experience is the best teacher. When you go through those situations, especially in your field, <laughs> makes the music 10 times better. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that's what, what I mean? I always, that's what I always think too is like, I never, I don't usually regret things because I always have learned something from it and has brought me to where I am now. And so... L's are just learning situations, for sure, definitely. So the album, Desperate Times, make sure you guys go check that out on Spotify. Got seven Mm -hmm. songs, 22 minutes of just beautiful, beautiful singing. Is it on Apple Music? It's on on all streaming platforms. Awesome. And you are a student of the Remix Project, correct? I am. Shout out to Gavin, man. Shout out to Gavin. Gavin. Shout out to the Remix Project. Remix Remix Project has produced nothing but excellence and talent. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, people going in already have the talent. And yeah. the remix just says, all right, let's just do it this way. Yep. And it just gives you a little bit more perspective on what you can do, what you're capable of. Um, remix has done incredible things for the city. Absolutely. And I, I hope that they continue 
to do great things. Um, mm-hmm. I hope like and breed all the great talent. Yeah, man. That we have that's untapped, undiscovered. <laughs> that's our pipeline. I mean? yeah. That's our pipeline yeah. in Toronto. We don't have a pipeline in Toronto really other than Remix Project. Yeah. 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 That's the only proven pipeline that that an incubator uh, system can work. I remember Deus was going on for mm-hmm. a while. Um, you have SoCan Incubator now that you're also a part of. Yeah. So what, it's what like, was that old one? Fresh Arts back in the day. That's, that's what um, the one uh, Cardinal came out of with all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah? yeah, he came out came out of one of those with a bunch of other people. Wow. See, yeah. and people think that those little community things are not that important. You oh, know no. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. huge. They're, They're huge. Real, if you, yeah, but you do have to like put in that effort to like exactly. Of course, definitely. Yeah, you can't nothing just will. That's just the launch pad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. will come if you don't yeah. make something of it. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to give your best effort in order for you to really succeed in any of these things. There are other ones like bigger like attached to bigger names like the Junos and stuff like that, but you know, sometimes I feel like they don't choose people like us, but um Tell you, the Junos going to learn about <laughs> 5 or less years, but there's the five ju- or less years. <laughs> like there's a program called the Allen Slate. Um, I think it has to do with like writing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a program that you can join as well, or you can you know audition for, and they'll put you through this writing camp, and you probably could win money if you come. I don't know the mm. details about that one, but I know there's that one. There's the MVP project um, that's in partnership with RBC that. I'm pretty sure it was RBC, and they um, you can submit one of your treatments to produce a video, and then at the end of it, they'll give you money um, to make that video happen and stuff like that. So there are some music things, but I just don't think that we, as like black people and people of color, because I've judged on some of them, and there's been you know a handful of. Yep. Any type of person mm-hmm. that is oh, there's darker a cat. There's than a cat. this table um, <laughs> yeah. who have been in it and are trying for it. So it's kind of like, do they not know that it's happening or are they just not getting chosen or whatever? But well, yeah, yeah, there's so many of them. And like, you know, as I learn them, I'm going to for sure share because... We won't have That's to worry about the Junos for much longer because of our good youth of the week. Oh, you're such, such a good youth. Wonderful you good youth. You come from you. Scarborough and you do good did things. You, did you really good do that? Good Lord Oh, I we see the hu- man. We won't have to worry about the Junos for much longer, man. Shamir? CBC is uh, to air the Black Academy's upcoming awards show starting in fall 2002. Hey. Shout out to my wait, dogs, Steph. Wait, fall 2002? Yep, in fall 2002. 22, 22 sorry. 22. <laughs> I was 2022. like, wait. 2002. We're going, going back, back people. We're going back in the time. Uh, I was like, hold on. No. So this already existed and they brought it back? <laughs> they brought it back. Like, <laughs> it's a throwback Thursday. Uh, but no, starting in fall 2022, um, CBC is going to be airing the Black Academy's upcoming award show. Um, Spearheaded by none other than Steph, James, and Shamir Anderson, mm-hmm. the brothers Scarrow that boys. are fucking bodying bop, bop, Hollywood bop. right now. Uh, you can catch Shamir on Netflix in the- Stowaway. Um, he's also got another movie coming out very soon. You're going to be seeing the preview for that. Steph, obviously, you guys know him from Race. You know him from um, If Beale Street, Street Could Talk. You know him from a movie with Lawrence Fishburne that's about to be coming out soon as well. I just watched a movie with Shamir in it. I don't think it was Stowaway. It was kind of like a comedy. It was a comedy? Yeah, he might have been in that as well. He's been. He's been. In, he's also got a Tupac. He plays Tupac in another um, film on Netflix as well. So 
You guys check it out, man. Yeah. These guys are doing amazing things for mm-hmm. the city. They started BLACK. Um, are you okay, intern? You all right? No, no. Oh, I, I, was like, <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was a heart attack. Um, <laughs> so they, they started this um, from the moment that they started just popping off in, in America, especially in Hollywood, doing, doing their thing. And they've never forgotten about the black creators here they, in Toronto, man. They've always, they've always pushed and strived to, to give us some representation. I know they have the biggest black party at the TIFF. Um, I've celebrations. Been to it two years in a row. Yeah, last year was dope. Last year was not super last year. Fire. The year before. Last year was before. super fire. It was, it was not crazy. last year with COVID. I mean, well, you know yeah. what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The last year. <laughs> the, I like the, the year last before year was better. Crazy good. It was really good. Uh, so shout out to them. We want to thank Milo. We don't want to keep you too long. You know, you've been out here for longer than you said you were going to. We diving into your life and shit. So tell us about your trauma. Yeah. Um. And where can people hit you up on uh, social media? Share it. Um, my favorite social media to use and the one you can get to know me the best on is Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me at M-I-G-H-L-O-E at Milo. Um, and then you can listen to my music on all your favorite shows. Yes, sir. Anyone, it's there. And also, I have about four visuals out for the EP, or sorry, the album. Um, and She's you can check those out content. on YouTube slash Milo Music. Mm. Definitely. There Shout out is. to you. There Thank you is. so much. Appreciate you. Happy Pride mm. Month. We Thank hope you, you have yeah. a great month. We hope you have a great album release. I hope you're going to go party. Do something to celebrate. Yeah, fuck Doug for it. Just go out there, now. do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But yes, thank you. Shout out to Gavin for uh, yes. you know yes, telling us about you and and having us here. I'm gonna be listening to that. Listen. Yes. Hey. Yes. Hey. Hell yeah. We Fire we are known as the R and B podcast. Yeah. Everybody knows we are in the R and B in these streets. So mm-hmm. babies will be made Good. or attempted to be That's made with your music. That's the goal. It's a cruel. You got to do it to cruel. Make yeah. it real toxic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why Lady Dive is going to be back here pregnant as fuck next time. Break dancing with a baby. Break dancing in the third trimester. What do you mean the third? It's going to be in the, like, almost second. They're break dancing with my boss right now. What are you talking about? Hey. It's going to do the worm into the fucking, right through the universe. I can totally see you guys at Dundas Square, him rapping. <laughs> I'm like one of those one speakers with the mic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But no, thank you. Thank Have you a good so one. Milo, thank you thank for coming. Appreciate you, you for coming appreciate through. It, man. Get home safe. Wear your mask. Vacky up if you want to. No, you don't got a vacuum. I don't know if you're religious. You don't need a vacuum for none of that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm vacuum. getting it. I don't know if I'm getting it. Nah, I, I, I heard there's up. no the same uh they're not gonna be uh peace, they're not peace. gonna be giving different like punishments so to speak, or restrictions on people who aren't vaccinated as people who are. So I'm like, why would you tell me that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm never getting this shit. Like, Should have never told me. <laughs> Should have never told me. I don't know. Like the option, if the option is there, I don't, why would I? Why would I? I'll get it eventually, probably, maybe. I'm only going to get it maybe when not. they say you have <laughs> That's to. That's what I'm saying. You know what they just probably, announced? maybe, maybe not. They're about to take away hotel quarantine. Woo! Hey, welcome to the hotel quarantine! It's gone! God. You know, you know how long, take, hold on. You know how long I've been waiting for this? You know, I am free, Facts. baby. But you know why I'm they're free. taking away hotel Y'all quarantine? Y'all will see me. You guys are going to be seeing me on Zoom. <laughs> I, I hope to see you on Zoom. 
because we don't need to be here in the city. But I heard because <laughs> I heard we're locked down up until December now. <laughs> Shut what? the fuck Where up. did you hear this? It's impossible. You ready for this? You ready for this? Ready for it. So, good homie, John the Barber, friend of the podcast. Uh, no, I'm not listening to it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Gets stopped while playing in his basketball court that he pretty the much one owns. In Parkdale? Fuller, that one, yeah. Right? In Parkdale? In Parkdale. Yes. Everyone knows he plays there That's every day, yeah. rain, sleet, and snow. Mm-hmm. Cops came up to him today and said, hey, just letting you know, we're going to be harassing you now. Because the lockdown has been extended to December, and we're going to be asking people not to play here anymore. Just give wow. me a heads up. They can say that they're lying, right? So I, s- I, I read, I saw another tweet. I've been seeing like some of the other people like putting it up, like showing. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's some government dude or whatnot, but uh. he said that something passed that December. Fi- it's December impossible. Something it's literally impossible. Is, is there is when they're extending the lockdown? It's literally impossible. Today, for example, six hundred ninety-nine cases, the lowest since October. Mm-hmm. We're se- almost 70% vaccinated. It's literally impossible. We're going to be 100% vaccinated. And I predicted it. Remember what I said? July 1st. Remember okay. the date. Uh, yes. The next time yes. Doug Ford can drink is <laughs> July 1st. And it's, that's when we're going to be free. I'm telling you, Canada Day, they're going to they're gonna be like two days before that. Like, oh, Canada Day, uh, restrictions will be lifted. Blah, or it just blah, made me blah. so depressed. That's not going to happen. Sorry. It's not going to happen. I refuse. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what, what, what he's wrong about. He gives the government the decision, the power to impose a stay at home order. Yeah. That has to be extended to December. Yeah. Not the fact that the stay at home order or the lockdown is extended. Yeah. It gives Doug the authority to if he needs to. Mm. He can try. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. People are going to go gonna outside. We're going to egg his house. People are going to go outside and do whatever anyways. They already are. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need outside. I, t- I said it since <laughs> last summer. I was like, this summer, we'll stay inside and we'll follow the rules because it's still fresh. Yeah. I'm like, if this goes till next summer, I guarantee you, no one's staying inside, bro. I was outside last summer. It's too. different if we were from Cali, Florida, or any of those places. Nigga, we got three months of good weather. You think niggas are staying inside? Right? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. That's not happening. I know I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I said that since February. I'm like, I'm outside, eh? Yeah. I'm already Notice. outside. I, 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 did my first com- <laughs> I did my first comedy show in front of people for the first Ooh. time. Ooh. How did that go? Oh, my God. How did it feel? Where'd y'all do it? Or I allegedly, uh, oh, I may or may have yeah. not. Yeah, we don't know. Did comedy uh, in front of people. We're just saying it was might have been a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreams are lucid. Yeah. In my mind, or maybe in reality, or a figment of my own reality, <laughs> I was performing in front of uh, around sixty to seventy people in a mm. room that did not exist, or maybe it did exist, but you'll never I know. I was performing. <laughs> weed was being smoked. Ooh. Comedians were telling jokes. You were hearing the laughter immediately. I was hearing laughter. There's no delay. And what was beautiful was I didn't know the day I woke up that I was going to be performing. Mm. I got the call. Can you host? It's in Scarborough. And it was a hosting gig. And I was like, yeah, I get to play. I get to really play. And here's one thing. Once again, uh, as always, I find myself performing in front of rooms where there's majority Jamaicans. And (laughs) I learned if you really want to split a room... Talk about Yam and Pum Pum. Ask <laughs> what is faster just now or soon come. I had to give away some edibles 
And I was like, whoever can explain to me what's faster, just, just now, now or, or soon, soon come, come, you will get these edibles. And yo, yo these guys went off. Like, okay. yo, just now, just now, no, no, soon come, soon come. I was like, this is hilarious. Soon come, nah, soon come is a delay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Soon come is. This is what this I mean. I'm coming, but I want to assure you that I'm gonna come. Just because now is like I'm literally around the corner, yes. my nigga. But here's the thing: when you think of you it can't as a say timing, just now is ten minutes away. You exactly. can't say that because when you think about timing and take out the word "just" or take out the word "come," what's faster, soon or, or now? Or now? Yep. Yep. Now yep. is sooner than That's soon. That's a fact, right? Hold on, bars. You know what? I got in trouble one time when I used to be on the radio at whatever station. Because you said just now. I did. (laughs) We're going to be giving y'all the hits just now, but yo, first. Yeah, no, I literally said, um, I was like. Why is that so funny? I did my break. It was a long break. I was talking about whatever I was talking about. And I was like, all right, um, I've got Chris Brown and Jake coming up just now. (laughs) You know what's so funny about that? Is I went to America and said it mm-hmm. and did not realize it was a then Toronto thing until I said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, just now. I'll be there. Like, I was like, yeah, just now, just now. And they're like, I mean, just now what? What? I've literally grown up <laughs> hearing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I it was English. Yeah. What? <laughs> and so after the show, I had to go and do um, an air check with my boss. And so we're going through all my, like, so essentially it scrubs my show between 10 and 3 right and it will take out all the parts that i had the mic on right and so we can accelerate it and just Mm. listen to the parts that i'm talking so sometimes we'll just pick a random spot and do like you know you gotta do five to seven no i do it every monday okay okay. yeah well actually i would do it mondays and wednesdays sometimes Mm. for the most part i would do it two times a week just so that um i could get as much feedback um, as possible. Did they do this with everyone? No. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. No, but the morning show did have to meet regularly. They had morning meetings, obviously, mm. because they need to make sure that they have like content packed shows, make sure they're on point with contesting and stuff like that. So morning shows definitely needed to meet regularly, like multiple times. I think they did Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We need to get some money up, man. But yeah, <laughs> start our own fucking show. <laughs> oh God, um, these guys. Do they? Do you think that they know what they're they're doing there? Like, as someone that's worked there, do you think that they are first of all doing it for the city? Yeah, no, wholeheartedly. No, and do they know what they're doing? No. All right. I, I mean, I already knew that. I just wanted to hear right. it. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I will say, like, shout out to Mastermind. That's my homie and stuff like that. And OG. OG. He has such an appreciation for hip hop music. Mm-hmm. He has such appreciation for Toronto. And he tried to do as much as he could, but he you wasn't given, he wasn't given like any, what's the saying? Leeway. Lead, leadway on the leash leeway, or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it was like, oh, he tried to run with something and they'd snatch Yang him back and be back, like, yep. you know what? It's, this ain't your show. I've seen thing. it firsthand. And it's like, and it's like, there's just people who just don't understand the culture, don't understand the city, don't understand the music, who don't understand the people who are just and it's in tough that when building you're in his position. and then just not doing anything. Of course, because then everybody knows who he is. Yep. They know that um, at the time he was a music director and, you know, they'll go back and think that it's him and it's not him. Maybe he does have a preference over which music he would 
like you know mm-hmm. prefer to play or whatever the case may be but at the end of the day he always had us in his best interest and it's just unfortunate that they never allowed him to just fully run with it and instead they brought in these people who just weren't educated and i'm not saying anything about like my boss that i had like she's such a sweetheart mm. she really was a sweetheart and she really but went her to hides bat. are tied too no but she really went to bat to even get me on the thing but at the end of the day like she can't tell me that she's educated about the format she's a radio girl for sure She's worked everywhere. She's worked at Kiss. Like, that's where she started her career and stuff like that. She's done morning radio. She knows how to do radio, but she doesn't know how to do this specific radio. Mm. And so it's like, instead of giving you the opportunity to somebody who um, is a part of the culture and understands that specific genre, you give it to somebody else who already had a job. She was already employed. So she just added another, like, station to like you know doing two at once and had to travel back and forth from another city like i'm talking every monday she would fly from one city to the next just to like get here and do what she has to do and i just don't think it's fair like not having somebody in the building 24 7 like you're not 24 7 but five days a week like i don't think it's fair it's bell globe media no Mm -mm. who is it uh stingray stingray okay yeah but still they like that's that sounds ridiculous to have someone flying in every week mm-hmm. to do a job that somebody in the city who is well versed can just do. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's definitely some politics towards it. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And I got in trouble for saying just now just because she didn't understand it. And I was just like, yeah, that's what it means. I was like, it's that's very much a part of like the Toronto culture, the Caribbean up. culture. Do you know what I mean? That's and so up. I'm like, it's not like what I said. Yeah, maybe it's improper english in general but same with like it's not improper english it's improper english to a dictionary or an english professor or scholar or whatever the case may be right but it's like that's the same as y'all saying like you know what i mean like all those different like this is why it's ridiculous like even when we're saying on fleek like fleek just got into the dictionary it wasn't before but i bet you there was plenty of personalities that were white personalities who seen it going rampant on the internet and was saying something's on fleek as well do you know what i mean so it's like i don't understand like i I mean obviously i didn't get in trouble in terms of like me being reprimanded or anything like that but it was just like don't do that again but that's what i don't understand right "Hmm." it's like you first of all you have a black show. Everybody knows that 93.5 is the black station. Like, when well, you come to but Toronto it, but this is the thing, and somebody's like listening to the, the radio. But that's what people think. So it's, you got to know, you, you got to be self-aware. You started off as the quote-unquote black station, correct? Yeah. No, correct? no, no, no. Yeah, back back in the day. I'm and talking I, about but like... But that's what people yeah. know. It doesn't Absolutely. matter what generation comes after it, whatever. Everybody that's in their it car... It was originally owned, like a black-owned station that played It's all like BT. It's like BET when Viacom bought it. Everything went to shit because they didn't know what to do mm-hmm. and they didn't speak our language. To tell someone you can't say just now in Toronto on Toronto radio yeah. is the most fucking stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing. You have black music playing, mm-hmm. but I can't speak like a black person. Yeah. 
That's like, no, bro. That's honestly that, that just that just pissed me off. But that's, <laughs> that, that just fucking pissed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that just pissed me yeah. the but fuck I mean, off. So bro. then, how do you think you're that bl- you're the only black person on oh, the show midday, on the radio in our, on the black station? Oh no, on the station, God. I was the only. F- like, bro, I was bro. the only. Okay, I will say that there was another mixed person, but like at the end of the day, she's white passing. She sounds white. She acts white. She, you Ooh. know what I mean. On the show, on radio, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't listen to it like that. So I don't. Anyways, so it's like no shade, but it's just like at the end of the day, if you're looking, if you don't even know, if you're looking at everybody, I'm the evident black person. Do you know what I mean? And even when I've had two listeners, it was within like 24 hours too, which was crazy to me. I've had somebody call me up. And they were like, oh my gosh, like Ace, I just saw your Instagram. My son showed me and I was like, okay. And she was like, you don't look how I expected. I was like, all right. She was like, yeah, I thought you were dark skin with nappier hair. And I was like, the fuck? What? Somebody said this? And it was a black woman too. (laughs) The audacity. Oh my God, bro. And to me, I'm just like, okay, well, that's not really a compliment because even if I was like, what, like, what are you trying to say? But whatever. Evidently, like without even seeing me, I sounded black. How do people get the audacity to say something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And then like the next day, somebody said something similar. They're just like, oh, I just didn't know you're a biracial or whatever. And I was just like. Where do people First of all Where do you get the thought That's where it starts Where do you get the thought Second Where do yeah. you then go Okay I've made all my calculations She's not that <laughs> I have to tell her I have to tell her She's not as black as I th- I have to let her know Like what I was like That's not a fucking compliment <laughs> At all it's not. And if they and think it's, it's not, a compliment, it's not even like I'm mad about it, but I'm just saying like, why would it, why does it even matter? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just the most fucked up shit. And I don't think she meant anything wrong by it, but I guess whatever. She the just only, thought that I, I didn't speak a certain way. This is the only angle I can see. This is the only angle I can see. It's like I said, the black radio station. Mm-hmm. And especially for a darker skinned woman, I understand the need for representation and the joy it might you might feel from feeling like oh oh, one of us are doing it you know what I mean so from that point of view the only point of view (laughs) that I can really understand it from other than that that makes absolutely and I have even said all the time every time they're like oh we need to hire somebody I was like can you all hire a full ass black person that's fucking darker than me please yeah. i was like i don't like oh, i don't think it's not as palatable <laughs> i'm like yo i'm <laughs> i'm very like you know confident in who i am yes i'm mixed but at the end of the day i will at the end at the end of the day i will say that i'm black you know what i mean i'm yeah. i'm not so. one of those people who are just like oh yeah i'm biracial i'm mixed whatever I'm black, you know. <laughs> Y'all are the ones that say it. Random thought: Did you know that his whole album is based off of like yep, yeah. different yeah. races? Yep. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> yep, we know. Oh my gosh! That anyway, man is a pioneer. The colors of love. <laughs> the colors of love. 
<laughs> but yeah, I was just pioneer. like, yo, like, can we just fucking hire another like black person that's fucking really black? Because yeah. if anybody wants to call it out that there's not a full black person, they could do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They could really do that. And I couldn't say shit. Yeah. I was like, I represent the black community as much as I can. I talk about blackity black shit on the radio. I say blackity black things because that's who I am. It's not even like it's not authentic to who I am. This is how I really speak mm-hmm. all the time. And that I was just like, really we just need me. it. But like, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it really like, pissed me off. It, I'm sorry, bro. Listen, that, it, pisses, it pisses you off. How do you think it is being that person in that I space? I know. I can't imagine. And it's like, it's not just that. Like having other people who are your coworkers and your personality, like who are personalities saying, you talk about black things too much. Like maybe you don't talk about black things enough. Like you're here getting paid off of the black culture. You look and act like you want to be a black person. You know what I mean? Like you dress like we dress. You we might are need very to talk about something else, man. Because I'm, about, I'm about, about to get, I'm about to get real mad at Peter Cash. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> let's just move it along, bro. I didn't even say it. Well, that's, you don't need to say nothing. I do math. <laughs> <laughs> I do math, bro. Do math, that guy already. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but there's other employees too who would like try to police what I wear. What oh, on radio? Oh, no. On radio? <laughs> they don't even see you, bruh. What? Why would they police what you're wearing? And they're not even my boss, bro. What? Well, like they're they just you rocking. <laughs> The man Bro, the audacity is at an all-time high. They'd, this they'd, is nuts. They'd police wow. what I'd wear. They'd police what um, I posted on my Instagram. I used to take, um, I do this now, even in my house. I used to take outfit, like, in, in the mirror. So I'd go to the bathroom, and I'd take, like, a little boomerang of whatever I'm wearing, and they'd post that and be like, well, this isn't radio-related. Why is she doing this for? Like, it's my Instagram. Like, yeah. my Instagram in this station is not correlated at all. You didn't like, kill anybody? I can promote somebody. <laughs> I can promote this station if I want to, Yo. but I'm not obligated to do shit. Right. And if I want to fucking take a picture of myself in a bathroom, I'm going to fucking do Listen, it. Alicia, I admire and your Yeah, there was just so much. I admire Policing your when people would drop stuff off to me, they hated I'm it. I'm like, nigga, I live in Scarborough. Chopper. Really I'm just sick. not going to leave my shit outside my door when I'm gone for like all day. Yeah. Let it drop it off. And then plus, when all these people message me to send me shit, do I really want to have everybody having my address? It just made sense for me to get it dropped off at the workstation. Yeah. And niggas will be complaining about me getting shit all the time it would be either the other co-workers who are like oh why does she always have shit drop in here or other co-workers like why didn't i get this stuff i'm sorry maybe yeah. people don't like you that much bro yeah this is why i can't wow. work in I, this is why i need to work wow. for myself <laughs> at all times politics man because honestly <laughs> i'm not meant for these spaces where politics. everyone's moving passive aggressive and smiling in my face and telling my boss another thing, I will fucking air your shit. Yeah, I will air your shit. Well, this shit. is the thing. Like, I um, I found out that there was a lot of other things going on behind the scenes. That there was a few people that were just constantly talking shit about me every single day. They and this was like, after the fact that you after no, no, you left. Or? No, while oh. I was there, I found out that they were constantly like they would pull up my air checks and listen to me and critique me instead of telling me and giving me advice on how to do it. Since you jealous. know, they're jets, they're, they're vets. Sorry. 
I'm and they would um they would just talk shit about everything that i did and stuff like that so i found it and i started being like you know what like i don't really fuck with y'all like i'm pulling back like i try to be nice i don't have no problems with anybody but if you're just gonna continually like be mean to me behind doors and then like talk shit about me and then try to smile up in my face i'm not gonna do it that's and i'm work. not gonna cause like <laughs> that's work. work beef i'm just not gonna fuck with you i'm not gonna talk with you like talk to you and shit like that so like all that shit was happening and then have i ever told you guys about the stalker situation and the guy yeah. sent me flowers yeah you told me <laughs> and then um there were some people who said that i sent them to myself yeah, mm. yeah. Wow. and that really pissed me off and that got wow. to the point where i was just like all right cool like i who told my really, bosses this is because people, that really people who that are really fucking you, that really fucking hurt me like why the fuck am i gonna send myself hundred dollar plus flowers it was a beautiful Alicia, ass bouquet they think highly and then of give you. it to somebody else because and say like i don't know they that think really highly of off. you so they think you think highly of you that's mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. And they're projecting on what they would do in that situation. Nobody just comes up with that. I'm sorry. If someone gets flowers sent to them, my first thought isn't they sent it to themselves. That has got to be something you either would do. That's what I was going to say. Whoever <laughs> smelt it, dealt it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, like, that's, that's something you would do. But it's like, the thing is, is the that realm there's of possibility for you, for you to even think of that. Yeah. When someone gets flowers, I have never in my life been like, Oh, they sent that to themselves. What a bunch of but the thing losers. is, is that even, <laughs> yeah, so even stupid. if you do send flowers to yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, buy girls, men, even yeah. fucking buy flowers for yourself. Facts. You deserve them. If you like flowers, buy them. If you want them sent to your house and you want to put a note to yourself, do it. Like, there's nothing fucking wrong with that. Do you Not know what I mean? It's thing. a form of self-care. But to go and buy this beautiful ass bouquet that definitely costs over $100 just to go and give it to somebody else because I said, like, I openly said, I do not accept these. Like, if the person's watching my story, I don't accept these. I'm giving it to this person. And then, like, why would I do that? Why am I wasting my money on that shit? Oh. I don't get paid that much. These niggas don't pay me shit. And for what? <laughs> you guys <laughs> think I'm cool? Yeah, what like, was that? Oh, it's my for content. For content. But even then, like, content was a thing. <laughs> if I wanted it. a ro flower content, I would just buy one roast. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would I buy a fucking hundred and something dollar bouquet? It was one of those big whole bouquets. You yeah, know, know niggas be paying mad money for that Listen, shit. People <laughs> will tell on themselves all the time. Yeah. You just got pay attention to what they Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey man. At the end Whenever of the day, I just hate that. I just hate shit the like fake that, shit and stuff. That it's like a projection that's like out of the realm of possibility for you. They, it's got to be in the realm of possibility for them. For them to even have that on a list 
of things that are possible. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fucking wild, bro. And on top of that, like Alicia said, who cares? <laughs> At the end of the day, who cares? Why are you so affected? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, you People just, you know? Yeah. Ooh, you just gotta be cheating. I really heated. like. You I really just. You're better than me, man. Honestly, because I would have fucking Kyrie aired them out. I was so <laughs> tempted too. I was so tempted too when the whole. Did you step like, on the logo when you walked out? <laughs> <laughs> fucking ninety-three points. You know? mm. um, I was very tempted too when last a year ago exactly when um, all the George Floyd stuff came out and the whole Black Lives Matter. Oh, and, like, yeah. You could have disrupted you know, people the whole section. claiming that they're for it and all that other shit. Like, that shit, like, oh, I really had to talk to God that whole time. I really had to talk to God and pray. I had to go to Should've therapy. I had to, to talk devil. to my therapist <laughs> and everything about it. Because <laughs> it brought up so much emotion for me, especially being so close to, like, when, like, only a few months after I got let go. And especially going through all that shit closer to the end of, you know, my time there. I was just like, yo, like, I just want to just, you know, air it all out. And I'm just like, honestly, like. There's somebody at your work that somebody DM'd me about. Mm-hmm. That I could, child, not at my current work, child. Shout out to Warner. Last year, <laughs> just like you, yeah, I could have, but it's not my place. Yeah, you know what I mean. And for that person, I hope they find the strength to one day say what they need to say. Mm. Um, if that person is listening, just let just to let you know that um, I know some of the story, and you ain't the only one. So, <laughs> zoom in on the face right now. <laughs> wow. Sounded like, whoa. Pour my wine. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, man. Whoa. It is what it is. I ain't never said no names. Made me feel like I ain't, I ain't say no names ever. Whoa. I never even said the company name. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna sing anytime Definition. something just gets too wild. There's just just straight snow snow like <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Can we talk about some um positive news about we my can work? Definitely talk about some positive news about your work. I um my current job, uh Warner Music Canada. The better fucking job. The current job situation. The one okay. that pays me way more Woo! than the other talk one. About it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, that one, no. Yeah. I freed myself. <laughs> What's that song? Free yourself or something? Like, Free all mine. <laughs> um, follow. I so, need some of that when you're done, brother. <laughs> he needs to calm himself down. I know. Just now. Um, yeah, no, that ass. That, honestly, Alicia, like, uh, that just got me really heated for you. I'm like, so happy to be in a place where I can say just now. <laughs> and I won't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I can be my whole blackity black self. self. Um, no, okay, so I was going to say is my first domestic project single oh, is coming. Okay. <laughs> domestic abuse. Like, what the fuck? How do you announce this? <laughs> like, guys, I'd like to let you know. Oh, Jesus. My first domestic project is coming out on Friday. Can we call um, it local? Yeah, your local project. Can we say local? It's, it's I don't not like local. domestic. I don't okay, like that ca- word. Well, that's what it's considered. Canadian. Okay. So Canadian. I have a Canadian <laughs> roster. Let's go. 
And my artist is coming up with her first song on Friday. And her name is Bria Isabel. B R E A G H. Okay. Um, and her song's called Girlfriends. And let me tell you, it is so freaking good. Like, okay, so we're releasing it because of Pride Month, you know, shout out to Pride. Um, it's pretty much a queer love story based in like, you know, the high school times where she ends up meeting a friend. She just got transferred to the school. Like her friend just got, a girl got transferred to the school. They became friends and she ended up falling in love with her. And um, it's kind of like one of those stories. One of the lines was like, we used to get drunk and kiss each other in front of the jocks because they thought that it was like so hot type thing. And yeah, the video is so good. It's going to be dropping on June 4th as well. And I'm really just excited for her. Um, she's She used to be in a group called Port Cities. Are you playing her? Huh? Are you playing her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's an East Coast girl um, from Nova Scotia. What song is this? The one with Rhea May? I put you first and you adored it. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I'm pretty sure this is Bria's voice. And Rhea May is my artist now, too. They're both my artists. Shout out to Rhea May and Rhea May, both from the East Coast. I saw the signs and I ignored it. She really does. I love folk music. Rose colored glasses are distorted. Set fire to my purse. And she looks like Twiggy. I'm a sucker for distinct. I was sucking her distinct vibratos. And she got right, a nice one. Yours. She got a nice one. The end, right? Yeah. Flutters. We're I like fluttery. Oh, yeah. If I was Caucasian, I'd be fucking to that for sure. <laughs> That's definitely that white, you know? Well, girlfriends isn't that. I wonder, I don't know if I get shit. Your body as a wonderland is literally like, uh, <laughs> can you handle it by Usher for white people? <laughs> Your body is No, I'm playing it. No, I gotta play it. <laughs> I fucking love, yo, John Mayer's my favorite wait, white boy. Wait, wait, wait. Can you hear this? Yup. This is the just the very intro of the song. I don't think there's any lyrics. She didn't post it all. She just cut it off. She's just trying to give people a snippet. She's going to be doing like a little acoustic version in a couple of days. So make sure you check it out. But I'm just so excited for her. I'm excited because I'm kind of nervous because this is my first uh like domestic project. You'll be fine. I hope she does well. So like just stream it just because she's got an amazing voice. Gravy gang, make sure you guys stream you know? it with make sure we get listen, we can't get Alicia fired, guys. Come on. <laughs> Next Tuesday we're gonna she play can, it. She can for say everybody. just now at this job. You don't want to take that away from her. <laughs> don't take that away from her. Discover me, discovering you. This reminds me, this is like I'm you're waiting for your uh you're waiting on the phone uh when they put you on hold. <laughs> On Rogers. <laughs> on Rogers. On Rogers, this is the joint they play. Or, or, or and like, you're just sitting there like. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm still on hold. I'm still on hold. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, guess what? Not if you want love, we'll make it. Just swim in a deep sea of blankets. And take all your big plans and break them. This is bound to be a while Your body is a wonderland Your body is a wonderland You smile Your body is a wonderland Your body is a wonderland 
<laughs> you know, you know, white people be whispering when they sing a lot. You know, you know the you know the joint more than words by Extreme. No, Extreme Please, yeah, is extreme that with an E or just, an, just going X the straight X. R E M? I think it's just the straight yep. Extreme. And what's the song called? This is it's called More Than Words. It's a classic, but this is my favorite white boy playing a guitar and singing acoustic song of all time. Words, yeah. And I'm sure yeah. you've heard this one before. Is it extreme, just X, or is it E X? Uh, Let's try E X. Just try try more, more than words. More than words. Yep, it's E X. Right. Oh, okay. Hey. Are we going down our Caucasian Caucasian playlist right oh, now? Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Mm, okay. I got one for you. Caucasian versus. Is that the words I want to hear from you? Beside a bonfire, this one. You know what I'm saying? Oh my but it's God. the hook that gets you. Couple of brewskis? Huh? Yeah. I'm gonna do that next week. <laughs> you fuck beside a bonfire with a couple of brewskis? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to the cottage next week. Hey. Yeah. There it is. This is a big deal. Sound like black people. <laughs> He's going there so footed. He's going there so footed. <laughs> this is the Teskey brothers. Oh, this is Teskey. Oh, that's right. This you fucking know Australian boy. Right? This Thor looking motherfucker. It's like three of them, and yeah. they are blood. Listen to this guy. Woo! Like he carries an axe on his shoulder. Facts. Be alone. <laughs> Yo, the music video. So the no <laughs> is a lonely face, but I know it's hard. I know it's hard to be alone. You gotta have some oppression Dude, in your life. It's that ginger struggle. I'm feeling old. Hey! And the road ain't so clear. Uh, I'll show you my other white boy. Still walk His sister, this other white boy, his sister is super viral right now. 
I hope you guys know this. You're not the one, then why does my soul feel glad? No. Today. <laughs> I did not no. expect this. With the heart. I saw it with the heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said totally. that with the heart. <laughs> You mind, what does your heart that's, beat? that's Alicia's shit in the group chat. <laughs> Intern asks something, she goes, No, the heart. <laughs> would I have the strength to stand? Natasha Bedingfield is his sister. Oh, really? Oh, wow, yeah. This is Daniel Bedingfield. But Unwritten. We'll make it through, and I hope you are the one I share my life with. You know this song. CHRY commercials. This is where I got it. <laughs> I heard uh, it on like a CHRY. I, mean, CHRY feel like CHRY I heard commercial. this while I was standing in line at Shopper's Drug Mart. Probably. So. <laughs> Some tampons in hand. Yeah. Heavy flow. <laughs> That's a big tune. Oh, man. So. Um, shout out to our white boy session. Well, have we ever played yeah. my favorite white yeah, where person? Yeah, I'm song? waiting for I thought, your I thought your white person was the first white person. <laughs> well, she is my white person now. She thanked me the other day. She was like, thank you so much for doing it. I'm like, it's my job to it's advocate like for you. Old, <laughs> it's not like we own Caucasian slaves. She's my white we person now. We have reversed the rules, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can, she connects to your, your white side. Absolutely. My yeah. grandma's from Nova Scotia, so yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe we're related. But the you know what? Maybe we're related. If, if there's a scene... <laughs> no, there's no maybe. Yo, I'll tell you what, though. If there's a scene of music that is rich, like Canadian rich, yeah. it's Halifax. Mm. Like Halifax or like Nova Scotia East Coast music, I fuck Listen, with. Listen, when we're talking about Nova Scotia across all genres of anything, I feel like... You can hear this. Especially show. after this new... The new developments, we'll call it. Like they're not <laughs> new. Of Canada. Oh. 215 children found, their bodies found under a school at under Kamloops. School. Kamloops is very well known for the racism that occurred there, yes. right? Mm-hmm. It's not the first time I've heard that name, like that school. Specifically 250 indigenous children. 215 like, indigenous children. Yeah, for sure. And... To find that out a week before Indigenous Month, I don't think it's an accident, personally. Somebody was weighing. I'm super conspiracy. You guys know I have my tinfoil hat on at <laughs> all times. They're like, okay, it's an Indigenous turn to now uprise. We had the Asians with Stop Asian Hate. We had BLM over there. I always wonder, like, are they trying to personally, or like, Bro, what the are fuck they really is the trying point to get people to piss? Are they trying to piss people off or like get they people? They like rage. They want people to outrage, it makes so everyone it feels like they're fight. They gotta fight their own fight and not fight another. It keeps the people fight. going. Who just found <laughs> that? What? Like who just found? No, that? I was reading a part of an article that said it's been discovered like many times ago, like many years ago. Before there was some guy. I guess I don't. I don't know if he was a professor or this something is what I'm like saying. that. Cam I like is briefly like whatever read through it, and I think there was some type of professor or whatever that was searching about it, and then he died. And somebody went to who knew of his research and conclusions. And went to his graveyard and was like, yo, I am going to continue this for you. I'm going to get justice or whatever. So they brought it up. But I, I don't know if there was enough evidence. 
That's and weird. so it just finally got like approved or something. Yeah, that, I don't know all the details. Yeah. I briefly, that, quickly read through it. That whole situation is like it's just more and more, more and more is just getting revealed of Canada hiding shit. Yeah, and to make yeah, it look this, like us, are so, we're so pretty. Listen, we're in some sort of. Um, like, you know how we talk about the BLM stuff and how so many companies, so many people got exposed yeah. last year. I, and this is Canada's year. Mm. <laughs> I feel like this is Canada's time for getting exposed. In the past year, I've learned about black people in Nova Scotia inventing hockey and, hmm. and making it what it is today, essentially. Not necessarily inventing it, but adapting, adopting it. it and revolutionizing it completely, then getting banned, and then the NHL is formed with their rules, right? That's one thing. And then on top of that, I learn about all the black families that first settled in Nova Scotia. The Maroons. And so now I'm like thinking about my entire existence, <laughs> what I've been told about Nova Scotia, mm -hmm. the stigmas <clears throat> attached to and around Nova Scotia, Halifax, to be specific. Mm -hmm. And it's never been a good thing. You've mm. never in this city said someone's Scotian and it was a good thing. They'd be saying that we're crazy and shit like that. But I won't say because obviously my grandma's from Nova Scotia. She was born and raised there um, until she got married to my grandfather and he, he moved her out here or whatever. And she's white and she grew up because she was not wealthy or anything like that. She was poor. So she grew up in the hood with niggas around and her grandparents, that's who raised her they ended up adopting her um we're pretty much like don't talk to black people at all she was never allowed to talk to black people <clears throat> like in her school you couldn't talk to them like all this shit she just tells me these stories about it she was There's just a like, lot of black people i can never that. yeah she was like i can never go outside and just play with people because there was just so many black people around and like she was just not allowed to do that yep. and shit like that and then yeah. all the, there's a lot of black people especially during those times where a form of survival mm -hmm. was getting as close to white people as possible and not stepping on white people's toes yeah. mm -hmm. and and just living on eggshells and you still have that today whenever you hear someone tell you pick, pick pull up your pants mm -hmm. um don't say just now on radio <laughs> like you know what i mean like strain your hair it's it's just tons of things that are trying to get you eurocentric and white centered belief system mm -hmm. that is just it's it's insane mm -hmm. like as a white person <laughs> the evidence is overwhelming and some of y'all <laughs> are still out here like no no it's it's pretty fucking wild and it, with nova scotia i would love to know more about its real history um not the things we were taught in the revisited canada uh history book piece of shit fucking book <laughs> um if kids, I want to know if kids are still learning about fur trade. Yeah. I would really, really like to know if kids are still learning about the fucking fur trade. If they're still I'm forcing us to play you know the Oregon what? Trail. Like, bro. I'm about to ask my brother. Because he's in they, grade eight. So I'm going to see if he like has learned anything. The yet. fact that they taught us about Algonquin's, uh, uh, what's the one with the A? Algonquin's. Al Aboriginal. Abor no, Algonquin. 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 There's Algonquin. Algonquin. There's Iroquois. Iroquois. Metis. Medi. Yeah, Metis. I'm not I too sure how to pronounce it. Metis? Metis. Metis. 
Okay, Quebec. And there's a there's so many different <laughs> tribes that they taught us about, but only told us that they traded furs and pellets. And yeah. not that they caught fucking leprosy from white people who didn't bathe. Not yeah. that they caught all these different things. That they were given quilts as gifts with chicken pox on them. Like, Are you serious? Yes. Smallpox. Really, you know they what? Spread like, that shit to wipe them out. Influenza, leprosy, scurvy, you name it. I have never learned a lot about indigenous people. There's a lot and to learn. <laughs> I wish, a lot to no, learn. I wish I did. And I just like, it's not because of ignorance or not because I never wanted to. It's just because I never knew anything. They don't want us to know because they don't, because if we do know, then we'll know their, the truth. dark side of the yeah. history. Yeah. Right? So I they just only never want us knew. to know and the so surface like, level shit. And even when I was out in Alberta and stuff like that, when we were like, my uncle and my cousin would drive me through the reserves and stuff like that. And they would mm. just tell me some stories how it's like, you know, police are always freaking there. You know, always policing the area because there's quote unquote trouble and like, there was this one lake I remember we went to to try to catch the Northern Lights, and it was called Slave Lake. Slave Lake. Was it Slave Lake? Yes, we know. We remember. We were all here for the story. It oh, was yeah, Slave, Slave Lake. Lake. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn. We will never forget that <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> yes. we I thought it was never. called Black Lake. <laughs> no, it was Slave Same Lake. Thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like shit like that, I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? <sighs> What the fuck? It's it's just... It's trash. Trash. It's just a lot. I wish that I knew more and I would love if somebody wanted to like, you know, have a conversation with me Uh, and just... I want more indigenous friends. I wish I could like... I really don't even know any. I never grew up in school and seen any indigenous people. Uh Um, Like even growing up as an adult, I probably met two or three indigenous people. She's Asian. No, as well. the, she's like mixed. The only yeah. indigenous people I knew were white people who were saying, I have uh, Iroquois in me, like 2%. Like, all right. Oh, yeah, leftover <laughs> like, from when your dad raised somebody. Exactly. Yeah, Grand, for sure. Your ancestors raised For sure. Somebody. So it's like, I, I've never, and I feel like that's such, excuse me, an important part of being a Canadian is hearing those stories. And like, mm. it's only, like, I hate these, um, what do they call pseudo? When it's fake yeah, pseudo yeah, sure. things that they do, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're gonna fucking lower the flag to half mass to show our What the our fuck does solid, that do? It does nothing. Does Absolutely. that raise the dead, my nigga? It's like I'm so confused. What kind of uh, reparations does that do? Yeah, no, that that's some you that's know. some uh, like fraudulent. We acknowledge what happened kind of thing but we're not going to do anything trudeau's talking about today about oh we're going to be searching other um schools and we're going to be searching Wait, for other I burial seen a centers map. I and seen it's a, just like fam i seen a map what, okay you're going to search for them and then find them and then what lower the fucking flags what else what else is going to happen where's the action where's the reparations where's repairing this community that you guys fucking fucked over I, I seen a map on social media. I don't know if it was on, I'm trying to look now, if it was on Twitter or Instagram, where they had all the pop-ups of RS schools. And they were like, there's still, like, they were all around here, not just, like, in one area, like, East Coast, West Coast, whatever. They were all through Canada. And um, they were funded by churches, I think. like All the way up till 1996, fam. Yeah. This is not, this is... 
This is not that long ago, guys. Yeah. This is still 25 years. Yeah. 96, recent. I was born. <laughs> you guys were born 96 when residential schools were finally like, okay, you know what? I was six years old. That's when I was going into school. Bro, in a way, Fuck. in a, in a so weird wait, way, American propaganda. Do you guys know what residential propaganda. schools are? Because I, I never looked into it. So I'm assuming idea. residential schools are where they house. like. It's where they forced uh, the indigenous children in and stripped them away from their parents Cut their hair, stripped them of their clothing, gave them white people clothes. Pretty much, just it was to, to rid them, of, them into white culture. It was, wow. it was tech, like they literally said it was to take the Indian out of them. Yeah, wow. That literally. was that was the point of to take the school. savage out of them. And oh my god! It's it. Listen, in a in a weird way, American propaganda is nowhere as bad as Canadian. Because at least American propaganda is very straight up and in your face. We are the best. We think we're the best, even though we know we're not. Mm. This is what it is. I can accept that. Mm -hmm. But a, a country that's trying to play off as super inclusive and we're super kind to the point where everybody else makes fun of us for yeah. being super kind when we're not is fucking nuts. That's called good marketing yeah it's like i'm gonna play neutral so you guys think i'm just regular and just do all the dirt without you guys knowing just because we don't invade other countries doesn't yeah. mean that we're not fucking up other countries <laughs> yeah. we bring them in and we fuck them up here that's the difference we don't go and bomb your place we bomb you at home it's so in very okay. different ways financially mentally spiritually you name it and just doing throwing a fucking culture fair in grade eight is not going to solve the problem it's so weird in this country, bro. And I also seen it's a, so fucking weird. I also seen an article which I'm like very sad about is that they were forcing um, indigenous girls, I think like nine or ten years old, to get IUDs and not giving them the proper like follow up care and shit like that. Because like obviously IUD you put in, you don't keep it in there forever. Fuck. Yeah. But still, like nine, ten years old, like hello. That's terrible. White people are the only version that you can find of. It's not about who did it best. It's about who did it first. Mm. <laughs> Usually, you hear it's about who did it. It's not about who did it first. It's about who did it best. White people are just first, and because they're first, the domino effect of culture in every other aspect has been completely affected by them. The, even by the time you realize and try to do something about it, it's fucking way too late. You have such substance abuse in the indigenous community. Right. Not because yeah. they want to, but that's but because you fucking drove them yeah. to that point. The mm. whole family structure's ruined. Whole family structure's ruined. This is nothing different from a black family structure what, getting like, ruined. Like, the taking the black dad out of the home, sending him to prison, sending him to work, whatever, and then you see the trickle effect from that. You see the, the, the inner turmoil, even the, just the divisiveness of colorism is a product of whiteness right. and it's like those things you do them for 10 years at the start and you don't got to do them again right that's the fucked up part it's like you've you've completely shifted and altered humanity yeah and the thing that you always hear about them like indigenous people for sure is that they're drunks you know they're al like alcoholics or drug users whatever they and i remember to too it, like you hear it and then you go and you walk past like what is it queen and Medina or Bathurst. Queen and Bathurst. Queen Bathurst. Yeah. Yep. And there's that. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's a shelter or something there yeah. for them. Yep. And you see them out there and they're, they are drunk and they are arguing and they're they all doing this shit. And it's like, damn, like, 
Is this I, really how I they are? That, like, that's that. how you see this shit. And it's just, like, so sad. But then it's also, like, bro, why ain't anybody helping them? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why? Wanna, somebody once like, told me, like, oh, when I was tell- I, I used to work on the corner right mm. there. Like, legitimately at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and someone was like, oh, you work by Queen of Bathurst? I was like, yeah. He's like, ah, the reserve. And I was like, yo, don't say that, bro. That's fucking Don't crazy, fucking say bro. that shit. Yo, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Yeah, no, that is, listen, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very angering because I always draw parallels, right? Mm-hmm. Just like how I can't be homophobic just because of what, like, you literally can't if you're a black person and you notice these things. It's kind of, if you notice the similarities and you just, you're still just in your ways mm-hmm. like that, God bless. Do <laughs> your thing. But when you draw parallels and just see what people are going through, mm. it, it, it's it's disheartening as fuck. And and to be from this country that we all you know we love and mm-hmm. we say this and that about, and it's, it, even when you go to other countries, you'll front and be like, "Yeah, Canada's this and that," just because you want it to be better than everywhere else. But at the end of the day, we still got skeletons, man. We still got mad shit that we have to deal with and, mm-hmm. and repair in our own country. Is pretty disheartening. Absolutely. And so many people always, like, in America, they always come and say to me, like, well, but you're in Canada. It ain't that bad. I was like, bitch, yes, it is, because they fake as fuck. They be hiding that shit. That's and they be problem. smiling up in your fucking face, but yep. be yeah. with their white people friends and shit like that at dinner living a nice luxurious life and making fun of all of us and doing all these other things to prevent us from, you know, living a normal ass life or you know, or saying just now on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. Um, let's get into some lighter news. <laughs> we've, been, we've been pretty heavy today. <laughs> Quite we're pretty heavy today. Um, the BET Award like nominations that. are out. Mm-hmm. The 2021 BET Award nominations. Me personally, I I always love the BET Awards. There's ne- there's never been a time I watched BET Awards and was not either impressed or just enjoyed the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It is exciting. It, it's pretty exciting. And on top of it, when they end up getting the categories right, that's when shit gets actually... Because it's very rare now... Excuse me. It's very rare now that you watch an award show and look at the categories and not just pick the win- winner off rip. Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh, okay. It's obvious who's going to win there. Bro, these nominations? Ha! Ha! It's going to be crazy. Album of the year. This is just album of the year, okay? The weekend for After Hours. Blame it, it on a baby for Dead Baby. Good news, Meg the Stallion. Hotels, Jasmine Sullivan. King's Disease, Nas. And Ungodly Hour, Chloe Haley. Mm. How do you choose that? For album of the year? Yes. How do you choose that? Yeah. Do you feel like they're going to the go with... The weekend did fucking work. Do you think that yeah. they're going to go with mention, the biggest artist, which is The weekend? I don't know. There's a thing about the BET Awards. They don't really play the politics game like that because they there's no politics it, to play. They, they don't have any other programming. So it's not like you got to cater to somebody that you want on 106 in Park mm-hmm. or cater to somebody that you want on Rap City later. There's and no also, really, I feel like a lot of award shows do things. They'll choose somebody who they know is going to be in attendance. And if The weekend doesn't show up... That too. Because he is such a big artist, he might not be like I fuck this I'm not going so then he might give it to somebody else I don't know I fuck with Chloe and Haley but the baby had been on a very good world do you know what I mean I don't see him having the best album out of 
this group. It's either, for me, personally, I think it's either it Nas, Jasmine Sullivan, or Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, I didn't, I blinked on Megan Thee The weekend, I don't think will show up. So like yeah, it'll said. probably be Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, the I didn't hear that one. Yeah, The weekend, I like you said, I don't I don't know if you'll show up. Mm-hmm. And we know how award shows work. If people don't show up, usually for the biggest award, they're mm-hmm. not going to get it. If it's a small, minor production or whatever, Oh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm accepting this on behalf of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So they don't mind with those. Um, best collaboration. <laughs> WAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah, big one. Yeah, that yeah. might win. Uh, Come on, Warner. <laughs> Come on, Warner. <laughs> Rockstar. Oh. I don't know how yes. that, like, I feel like Rockstar is like two, three years old. Feeling like a rock star. Oh, wait. That's, that's, I thought it was Lemon getting in a rock star. And then I was at like, I'm a Glock. That one? Which one is that? Oh, the, yeah. The baby that joint. one's the baby. So there's two. Uh, it's probably. Post but wait, who else is on that song with the baby? No. Is anybody else on that Roddy song? Rich. Rockstar? Roddy yeah, Roddy Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roddy Rich. Okay, so that might be it. So it's not gonna win. Yeah. Um, we wow. need to we needed to search for the, for the feature. It's not gonna win. Yeah. Um, pop star. Okay. That's Drake and Khaled. That's Drake and Khaled. What's poppin' remix? Which personally I think is the best Which, collab. Who's that? That's Jack, Jack Harlow, the baby. Oh, yeah, I mean, that Jack Harlow, Tory Lanez, Lil Wayne, for and sure. the baby, and and the baby. Yeah, and the baby. Yeah, yeah, it was the baby. Yeah, that was my favorite one of the year. Cry baby. Who's that? Megan Thee Stallion and. Uh, the baby, it's the baby. That was a oh, track. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a track still. And for the night, I don't even know. For the night, uh, pop smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I know you Who's on with that though? Pop Smoke and is it A Boogie or something? I think it's the baby. No, it's not a, is it? No, I don't think it was. Yeah, it was the baby. Well, it, was it was the, the baby, no? Like a thief in the night. It was the. It was both babies. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, both yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby and little baby. The baby and little baby. Best female hip hop artist. Cardi. Cardi B. Meg. Koyla Ray. Doja Cat. Meg Thee Stallion. Lotto. And Sweetie. And Warner. <laughs> See, my best friend. <laughs> She's a real bad bitch. Are, yeah, that, that, and we're platinum baby in Canada. I love that <laughs> video that I seen of her yesterday that went viral of um, her someone buying? bringing her um, some some clothing that they made for her just as yeah, a gift. Yeah, with some type of merch. And she was like, how much is it? And he's like, no, no, no I, like I made it for you. It's fine. Don't worry about it. She's, She's like, no, like, no, no, no. Everything, everything costs money. money. Fuck it. And she pulled the money out of her titty. I'm telling you, it doesn't even matter. Like... If she didn't have talent, which she does, if she didn't have talent, I'm telling you, that personality, I feel like karmic law just comes into play. She's going to be fine. You know what I mean? She seems like such a good person. It, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it as an act. I can't see it as an act. It's been going on too long. <laughs> yeah. It's really no, good. No, she's she really is. Like, I'm not capping or whatever. She seems like a she genuinely like, nice yeah, person. She like, does. Yeah, she's nice. She's, personable, like she's personable and stuff like that. She, I mean, I'm sure if you fuck with her and you get her business fucked up because she really does love her business, like, yeah, then she might catch a little attitude. Like, she is from... She's human. The Bay and shit. Um, but overall, like, she really is a good person. So that's why I personally really want to see her win. 
Like someone that looks like her done had to And be I heard nice. some of the new music that's coming off of her album. Mm-hmm. And all I'm gonna say is Come on man, you gotta show love to our it's half cool Filipino still. sister. Can it's we give cool a can still. we give a shout out to Lotto for shout not being Mulatto anymore? Uh, <laughs> can we give it up? Can we give it up? Big yeah. Lotto. She got the one of the sexiest voices in hip hop. Lotto has done her thing on music, so she's, I ain't gonna hate. But I she's think she's done her thing, but I feel like Dream Doll deserves all the the uh flack that she's getting. All the, the attention that Lotto is getting, I feel like Dream Doll deserves it. Don't worry. I know, I'm not worried. I know Dream, Dream Doll's going to get it, but I just is mean working. It's right not her now? time right now, so she's going to get it soon. <laughs> I, I, she, I seen her in the studio with, with Diddy. I seen her in the studio with Timbaland, so I'm not worried at all. Plus, her voice is just undeniable, and she has bars. She has yeah. actual bars. So, uh, yeah. She's going to be on I, there. I like, maybe not her. next year, but like. Not next maybe year. Next, not next year, but like maybe the year after, she's going to definitely be one of those best female, like in yeah. the running for it. You know what I mean? Um, but I think for that category, it's either going to go to Cardi to B. a star. Jeez. It's either going to be Cardi B or um, Megan. The, the new pipeline is, yeah. is uh, what's it called? The new pipeline is stripping. Hey, man. Cash doll. Dream doll. Yep. Cardi. Mm-hmm. The game. It just keeps <laughs> going. <laughs> um, <sighs> BT Awards nomination for best male hip hop artist. The baby. Drake, J. Cole, Jack Harlow, mm-hmm. Lil Baby, Pop Smoke. See, now there's so many different factors in this one category. You got the new boys, the baby, Jack Harlow. You got Was- the, 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 the king of right now. I don't want to say the king, but the king of right now, Lil Baby. You got posthumous award potential in yeah. Pop Smoke. And you have... The, the king of the decade. of the decade. Drake. Mm-hmm. So what wins? Death? <laughs> Death usually wins. Death usually wins. I was trying to think, like, was he nominated last year and did he win last year? I really don't know. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was looking that up say, for us, intern. And Check who, uh, 2020 nominations for best male hip-hop artists. Who or hasn't won? Pop Smoke. Excuse I feel me. like all those guys have had big years, but who hasn't won before? Lil Baby. Aside from Jack Harlow. Lil Baby. Little baby, the honestly, little baby deserves it though. Yeah, he does. I feel like little baby it. has really been putting in the work, and he's been doing so great. Whether it's his song or features, like he's really been putting in the work. Like, That's a fact. obviously, Drake is the biggest one, but Drake hasn't put out that yeah, much music. Okay. Yeah, yeah, new he's not artist? winning. Yeah, not so he's not winning. He won oh. best new hip hop artist. Yeah, he's dead. He's not. He's not. He'll win, win something else, but I don't he'll think he'll win else. that yeah. one. Yeah, he he'll win something else because sure. even his like, even though he's been gone since friggin' two thousand. Oh yeah, he's been gone since early two thousand twenty. Um, all the music that's been put out and shit like that has been hit. So bangers, bangers. Yeah. Um, yeah, the baby. I I don't see winning this Drake. I don't think he put out enough to win this. J. Yeah. Cole, same thing. I, I feel like it was just a small EP we got. And, he, and yeah, it was, and the, the, album the album doesn't dropped, count. So the album doesn't count. count. The yeah. album will count for next year. Exactly. Jack Harlow has an argument there. I can't deny that. He has We're put got, in What's Poppin'? You got the What's Poppin' remix. He was, on, he was in Call of Duty cars and helicopters. Like when you get in the car or the helicopter, What's Poppin' starts playing. Mm. So it's like I mean that song was everywhere Everywhere The, the moment it came out 
Even before the remix, it was playing. And I liked him immediately. Where? I liked him immediately. I, I didn't know he was I, white, but I, I was learned, like, whatever you were, I like you. You I know like what's crazy it, is I learned about him like the year before. My friend was like, you don't listen to Jack Harlow? And I was like, no, nigga, I've never heard of him in my life. And then I started listening to his music, his mixtapes and shit like that, yeah. his EPs. They're so good. He's really good. But he also had um, uh, Tyler Hero, that song. Yeah. That one was Help propel him Yeah that one Cause Tyler actually Fucked with it himself Yeah, yeah. started hanging out with And him. now then, Tyler's trash And then <laughs> <Right>? recently um, <laughs> And then recently Always best friends With Chris Brown I've never heard That song in my life You probably have I but haven't I guarantee you I haven't Okay <laughs> No 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 It's been out for like Some months now But I feel never like You would have had Heard Never it heard it. Known. I would have known. <laughs> Jack, Harlow. Jack Harlow and Chris Brown, I definitely would have known. Jack Harlow sounds like G Easy, so I'd have been like, uh, Is that Jack Harlow <laughs> or G-Eazy? better? I like it. I, he, he sounds, sounds way better. Swag he sounds like Jack. He sounds like G Easy if he was actually of the culture. Yeah, I feel like Jack Harlow is actually like a guy of the culture. He's not trying to be the white guy in the culture. He's well, just did it. He the, the cool thing about him is like he grew into his looks and his to his cool persona. But he was always just a cool, regular kid that hung around all the homies. You Never know? said nigga. Been no, making no, no. rap songs since he was a kid. I watched music videos when he was like... 14 years old with his little what and that's the other thing his aesthetic has never been surround myself with the black guys yeah yeah he if you watch his old old music videos from when he was like 14 15 years he's old just, yeah. he's, he's, he's with a person. bunch of little nerdy white boys just fucking rapping you know what i mean but i do know the song now that you play it like, yeah i i do remember i just don't remember it getting that far to chris's part I've never heard this song in my life. Was this on the album that we did on Midnight Society? Uh, this one couldn't have been on there. No, I don't think so. Who else is that? That's him. Oh, that's yeah, him singing? Yeah. Auto Tune's getting out of hand. No, but he's he did an NPR, and he sounded good, man. I don't know if it was an NPR Listen, or one of those live joints. Auto Tune mics are... All you do is Chris Brown dancing in the background. Even with... Uh, Bruno Mars uh, performance, for example, there are like I think people think Auto-Tune is just like robotic, just like you're gonna sound like Zap and Roger. Auto-Tune can be turned down to a point where it's just correcting the notes and not really making you sound robotic. Mm. And so I feel like there are a lot of performers, not uh, not just Bruno Mars. I feel like almost every performer, it would almost be. A disservice to yourself to not use one of those type of mics these days. If it's available to you, say for example, so wait, you're, you're saying, doing you're 20 saying Bruno Mars uses the auto tune. I'm saying all of them do because this is this is how I look at it. For example, we know the strenuous, um, the strenuous uh, toll that just toll singing that and stuff like that does on your vocal touring, core. touring especially. A lot of these artists can't speak the day of the show. They got to yeah. drink teas and not talk to anybody or talk as minimal as humanly possible. If you can find a way to eliminate that problem by just being like, you know, you don't have to go so hard with being quiet and we can kind of pitch you up or, yeah. or just tune you right because it, it corrects in real time. So it's not like yeah. you got to do any work behind the scenes. I don't think he uses to though. I don't think. I don't think, I don't think yeah. he has just because no, we've seen Bruno pre- that type yeah. of movement, but you know that and like, his voice was still just as solid. Yeah, yeah. But someone like Tory Lanez, for example, hundred oh, percent. Tory Lanez, I've heard him sing um, before 
the era of Mike's being able to correct in real time, and his voice was not as strong. And I don't think it has anything to do with uh, experience or anything like that. It literally sounds like his voice is being corrected. <laughs> okay, so what I will say about um, people having to drink teas, not talk, it being too strenuous on your voice and stuff like that. People who don't go through proper, proper vocal training and learn how to use their diaphragm Strain properly and stuff like that. Like, that's why a lot of artists can't sustain it because they just don't do the... Pr- proper training yeah. that they need and so that's the difference between real singers like there's people who can belt out though. no there's people who can belt out like like i don't know when houston mariah carey whatever they could probably go for a very long time because they yeah. got they most like their comp their label probably trained. went and invested the money in getting the people to properly train them how to do it these niggas who just want to like tory lanes who just want to say that they sing and shit like that they probably didn't go through it but whose you know fault I mean? is that is that the artist or is that the label because i feel like it's the label's fault it's both you're their fault i feel like it's the label's fault because if you're not putting your artist through proper artist development for someone that has a raw talent that their raw talent got the contract got the album got the gig i'm not gonna think i need to work on anything but because if this you is think why about you it when me. it comes to tori like tori is at the end of the day a rapper right mm-hmm so it's like okay, he gets signed based off a rapper, and now he wants to experiment and do more of no, these like, vocal things. No, I won't say that because he's always like been singing. He's always been. singing. No, I'm just saying like there's some rappers who do. Then all of a sudden they want to start singing a little bit more, and it's like okay, they're not really belting out all these fucking. Yeah, they're not trying to show you know, off like, that style of singing. They don't yeah. have. I don't know the exact terminology for like you know the whatever Riff, runs riffing, and shit. Run, like, like, that stuff. Yeah. They're not doing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, they're just dropping a little. Yeah, so they just don't melodies. think that they need to go through that training. But like, there's what's also, the point of going through that expense? Well, this is this is the thing. You you could also be a unique talent like a Chance the Rapper, J uh, Cole, a Wyclef, where you don't need to sound good. Your voice sounding Your uniqueness. bad almost gives it some uniqueness. Where I, regardless, I'm gonna sing on this track just because I feel yeah. like it. I feel like this part deserves the singing, so I'm gonna sing on it. And it may not sound like fucking Bryson Tiller or Miguel or some shit, but it's gonna sound decent enough where you're gonna wanna sing along too. That's why people love when 50 Cent would sing. You know, he didn't have to sound good, but he didn't have to have the craziest voice. Ja Rule. He just had to have it up. I don't know about Ja Rule, but 50 for sure. Ja Rule's the same thing. Yeah, I know. Ja Rule, 50 Cent accused Ja Rule of being a pussy for doing it and then stole it. And <laughs> did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the next track. Like, but yeah, no. I, and I think there's also something to that too, because there are certain singers that my voice just sounds better singing with. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's a pocket we Music that your Soul voice Child. Stays within. Music Soul Child's and my then guy. Rihanna's good for me. Some people yeah. don't know their pockets. <laughs> Omarion's good for me. Yeah. Like those he are sing too high. Those all are those, good pockets. All for those me. good for me's are good for you. For me, you yeah. know what I mean. But like <laughs> for other people, I, I I can identify like a J Cole or Fifty Cent or any of these people being like, yo, I can't sing, but I can sing their shit because they also can't sing. So I'll be uh, fine. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's definitely definitely interesting seeing that. BT Awards nomination for Best New Artist. Coyla Ray, Flo Millie, Giveon, Jack Harlow, Lotto, and Pooh Shiesty. This is one of the hardest categories in my opinion. Let's go Pooh Shiesty! Yeah, no, I'm not going to go Pooh Shiesty at all. No, 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 no. Um, me personally, 
I love Pooh, but he's not gonna win that. Me personally. Mm. Give. Give I love Giveon. I hope he takes Give on nothing. Giveon flow. Give it to that Disney ass prince. The fact that people still don't know how to say his name and he says it at the start of the tape. Give the first thing you hear on the tape. Give in a on. in a reverb too, like it echoes. Give on. Jack Carlo <laughs> might win this one though because he's yeah. had so much commercial success. Give on hasn't Jack had Carlo that commercial, but if they want to be like, to okay, me. we're doing blackity black. I it don't might think be Coyle Ray to me because Coyle Ray has two of the six songs that have gone platinum this year. Nobody else has like done that. No, she has so one on of top them. of that. Is it one or two? I think she said she has one of Attachments them. Attachments and what's... You shared no, no More Parties isn't one as well with Dirk? I don't think she has both of them. I don't... I, don't, I can't remember what she tweeted because she tweeted it like, yeah. I have one or two. I don't know. I thought she said she had one of but them. But she's a part of the platinum discussion, regardless. Yeah. There's only six oh, yeah, songs absolutely. that have gone platinum this year. She's one of them. And so is Pooh Shiesty. And on top of that, <laughs> but on top of that, you also have to take in the politics, right? Mm. We talk about politics all the time in the music industry. Coyle Ray's dad started the Source magazine. Okay, I don't started care the about Benzino. Awards. You don't. They do. Let me <laughs> That's call him my up. point. <laughs> and so uh, the, I think Coyle Ray has a, a definite chance. She don't get, even care about him. <laughs> uh, mm, I wouldn't say she doesn't care. Her. I wouldn't say they both don't care. I would say they both trying to put off that they don't care in public. Mm. It's father and daughter at the end of the day. They definitely yeah. fucking care. And if they didn't care, they would not be on social media airing each other's shit out. So that's how I know they care. Um, Jack Harlow has a chance. I'm over here really trying to. But he white, so it's the BT. I don't know how that gonna go. Because um, yeah. he really has a chance for a lot of categories. He does, but he, he does. just white as fuck. And you know we're trying to promote black people around yeah, here. It's, so. it's a tough time for him to he'll be. Win, he'll he'll win the like one for sure. Um, nominations for video of the year: Cardi B up, Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion WAP. Chloe and Haley, do it. Never seen it. Chris Brown and Young Thug, go crazy. Drake featuring Lil Durk, laugh now, cry later. And Silk Sonic, leave the door open. Wow. I mean, I don't see how you give it to anything but WAP. Yeah, WAP had the best video. Laugh Now, Cry Later had a good video too, but it's just not WAP material. I don't know if that was a good video. Honestly, I, I, it was impressive that you're no, in the Nike like, facility and you got KD in the video. No, but you have to consider you. like other rap videos. Do you know what I mean? Like rappers don't necessarily have the best fucking videos. Male it's, rappers. But that video rappers. wasn't that sick to me. No, but like. What was sick about that video to you? I'm just saying, I'm not saying that that video was the sickest, but I'm in, but that's comparison, what you said. in comparison to a lot of other rappers videos at least he had something more like seeing lebron and all these or was lebron KD yeah KD, lebron KD. i thought lebron was in it too i don't know no 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 it was KD, well, uh, KD and odell beckham i think okay and that oh yeah girl that, the sneakerhead girl that's on uh yaggylicious I, I can't remember aggie aggie that's her mm -hmm. name yeah um yeah like having them in there definitely you know, brings the appeal where people are like, oh, look at Od Odell Beckham, like all that other stuff. But I don't know. I just I don't like expect rappers anything. are putting in way more effort these days. I can't I agree. I think women rappers are. Women rappers go off. They really they do, are. But they always go off. They've been they've, going off. <laughs> no, but like they they give us pop star material in for terms sure. of like, you know, for their videos, their videos will be high quality, like choreographed. 
all the different looks. Like they do the most for it. Like they have to CGS whatever needs to be done to I'll get it. I argue that they. But have then to. even their live performances and stuff like that, they've been going off on that shit too. Like you don't see no guys unless it was Offset before he went into the Migos dancing and shit like that. You know? Yeah, you do. Chance the rapper dances all the time. No, like full choreographed stuff? oh fully choreographed That's- see but that, that you're bringing up something that is something that labels tell women they have to do and that there's a reason that they they make sure I just that feel they incorporate like, I just the feel like women i just feel like women rappers do more with their music they produce more they give all their fucking effort and they deserve all the credits because even when it comes to the treatments for the music videos they try to have the best fucking videos and themes and all that yeah. shit like or even a whole theme for their album they try to make it concise um what's the word concise i don't think it's i don't think it's a gender consistent thing. whatever I think it's women and I, I whatever think there's, there's rappers i think it's just an effort thing i think there's a ton of male rappers mm-hmm. who put in a lot of effort the baby's videos are insane absolutely almost he, all of his he, videos for are sure nuts. so even like, his performances when i seen him perform yeah, he definitely put on performer. a show but like that's so rare it's not rare. I, feel I don't like think it's, it's rare. I don't think it's rare at all. I've seen Young Thug before. And like I I've said, seen, like, women have to do that. They have no choice. Mm-hmm. The labels are making, even if you can argue that they have all these ideas and whatnot, but when it's forced on you, I can't say that it's the same as somebody who is, will, who is willingly and openly doing it. J. Mm-hmm. Cole's videos are not forced he is coming up with those ideas and concepts mm-hmm. the woman for some for some odd reason it's like women can't just rap on stage by themselves like lil kim and foxy did back in the day the, the labels feel like they need to have this choreography no is and it tiktok dance is in it order the for the song to sell is it the labels or is it the people it's, it's, it's the labels no because i've seen other people i've seen women rappers that get on stage and then they're like Name one woman rapper that got on stage and rapped and didn't have choreography. Name it. You can't. Cash doll. No, she's had choreography. I've seen it. I've seen her perform plenty of times, and she never was it on TV. Was it on TV? Just her. Or was it on TV? No, it's real. That's what I'm talking about. On TV in public, when you got to show the world what you're at. Never have you seen an award show where a woman got on stage and she was dolo. It's never happened. They're too sexist in the music industry to think that women can carry their own. Men can go on stage and get one of their niggas to come on and just hype up the words. And that's an award show. Like, it, there needs to be more effort on everyone's part. And it's not just, it's... But this I, is I what I'm saying, that the women thing. go above and beyond and they put more effort compared to men. But I'm saying they shouldn't have to. That's they my point. They shouldn't have to, but they do. At the end of the day, they do. And that means that's why they're deserving of it. But, okay, you guys are. <laughs> I don't think they deserve it. I'm sorry. I, I, you guys can say whatever, but I personally don't, don't think, think if it's deserved. being forced on you. If it's being forced on you, if I can't see a performance. But you don't no, no, even no, know. But, hold on. but you don't know if, for sure if, if there, it is if it's, forced on everybody. If the standard is forced, if they're saying, okay, this is where you have to start from. Mm-hmm. Right. If you want to perform, it has to be here. Yeah. But then for a man, it's like if you want to perform, it could be here. Yeah. Right? I understand if, that point of view. That, but if that already should negate the fact or that fact that they're less deserving, of course they're deserving. If they have to start that much higher, I, you, you're not taking what I'm saying. It, 
you guys don't understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're not deserving. They're deserving of everything they do. Obviously, if you put in work as an artist, regardless, you chose, you didn't have to do the dance. You could have been like, fuck this, I'll go independent. You could have done that. But my point is that there are male artists that are doing it voluntarily at the same rate of women who are doing it. And just because every woman is forced to do it does not negate the amount of men that are also doing it. There's a getting the men that do it, but it, that's what it sounds like. You guys are saying Absolutely that male. No. I'm saying that <laughs> on average, men don't do it more than thing. Like I will always give the baby his credit. I will I, always I, I say don't the see baby. It. I don't see it personally. A great performer. He's a great performer. He knows how to create great visuals. He knows how to do the thing. He knows how to do social media. He's a whole well-rounded artist. People might not like that he sounds the same on shit, but at the end of the day, he he checks off a lot of boxes. Definitely. There's, but it's like, this is my thing. We keep going back to the baby. There are tons of male performers who are doing the same thing. They male are being rappers. very, yes, who okay, are being who creative. Else? Kendrick Lamar has some of the best performances in hip hop, period. Okay. I'm not a Kendrick Travis Lamar Travis Scott fan, has so some of the know. best performances in hip hop, period. But this but is what, my point. But Travis Scott is a different. He doesn't do anything when it comes to. I'm I'm saying that these women these women rappers are being like um, pop stars. Pop yeah. stars are so much different. Pop stars bring like a whole different dynamic than what Travis Scott is. Travis Scott puts on a great stage. He brings theatrics. He, he pop, Travis Scott's not a pop star to you guys. No, he is. He brings theatrics. No, but he don't dance. I don't think he he's don't a, pop star, like like, a pop star. Like, like what we're star because, I'm so thinking about pop do stars from like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, uh, the boy bands, like all that shit. I'm just saying that, that when I say pop star, that's what I mean. Like, sure, he's a superstar. He's a pop star. Travis Scott is a superstar. He's not a pop star. He is a pop star. He's, he's not, a popular star. That's what a pop star is. I think you guys are thinking Britney Spears when you think pop star. Pop star is popular star. Kendrick Lamar is a popular star. Drake is a pop star. All these people are pop stars. So the standard that you guys are saying is there is not there. This is, I guess there's a certain type of pop star we're speaking specifically on. There we go. And if, it beca- and, and, and if it's in relation to be- award ceremonies and whatnot, coming back to where, the, where it came from, this argument, it's that who's truly deserving? The pop star that's forced to perform at this level or the per- star- other performer that's supposed to perform. But it's exactly what you just said. We're talking about different pop stars, right? Yeah. So if we're talking about male pop stars, name one male pop star that can't perform. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Off the top of my That's head. why they're pop stars, I feel uh, like, is because they can perform and put on I a show. I think the Migos are shit in performance l- in, in live. They're not pop stars to me, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, they're they big and, and they get, what if that? you want Maybe to consider that, to if you want to consider what gets played on pop radio stations, the Migos gets played on fucking Kiss, they get played on Virgin, they get That's played true. on whatever. That's true. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they have enough status in the world to be really known and they're fucking shit in, in person to me. Is that is that off the strength of their music or off the strength of their um, outside of the music? Because of, I don't think that they were considered pop until Offset started dating Cardi B and they went mainstream. No, and they I had th- songs. They had songs that I feel like were. Once I they, think we got to, maybe we have to like. Music with white people. I thought that's what they went pop. Okay. So, oh, like Katy Perry, for yeah. example. Okay, I see what you're saying. So is that the standard? Is that what, maybe that's Pretty what much. we need to determine first is what is black 
pop? Like, what are the standards of black pop? When do you, when do you get to that level? I feel Because f- I don't think we're judging everyone on a fair level unless we're saying this is what a pop artist is in the black world. Because is it the same as a pop artist in the white world? I don't think so. Absolutely I think not. white, white people not. make music and they're automatically pop. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Whereas black people, you got to kind of work your way because into that certain, realm. It's a certain, for pop music, it's a certain sound. It's a certain look, whatever. It's a certain like level of performance, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. When I think about artists, like when I think about rap, like rappers, anybody who's in hip hop, R&B that comes out with a song and they're black, right? Mm-hmm. They don't get naturally played on Kiss and Virgin mm-hmm. and those stations. They eventually become Because pop. unless their their song is like worldwide and it has a, a, a mass appeal, mm-hmm. they're not going to go to the pop lanes. They're not going to get playlisted on the pop playlists. They're not going to get on Apple's A-list and mm-hmm. Top Hits Canada and all that shit unless they have a certain amount of numbers where it's just taking over and they're making like in Canada, they're they're streaming like a million a week. They have no choice but to add them on there so maybe, because it's such a like mass appeal. At the end of the day, I feel like pop, like when it comes to that, it it comes down to numbers too. I think it might be what you just said. It might be radio determining where we put these artists because Absolutely. in a sense, radio plays a lot more than what people don't realize. Like yeah, radio has Radio's always still the been like, okay, force. where where do you put people and like at spot um not spotify like streaming services in general they got that model from radio mm. because radio went and segregated every type of music to a spe- specific thing right so like for example Lil Nas X mm-hmm. when Old Town Road came out he's a pop star he's a pop star right but we remember there was that whole rap country yes. controversy so where did he fit in in radio then when that whole thing was he happening. played on hip hop stations because he's black okay. and it is considered rap. But he but didn't play on country stations. I don't know if he played on. I know I heard some. He did. I know I some did. people did play on country stations, and especially after he got Miley Cyrus's dad, uh, mm. Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah. to be on the feature, and that's why Billy Ray did it because he wanted him to yeah. be considered country because yeah. he knew that they weren't going to give him the playlisting and the street, uh, the radio play and all that stuff, and be able able to be in those radio categories unless he wasn't tied to it so that's why billy ray was like nah bro like i'll do this for you see and that's where i i'm because you can't me tell me that again. that shit's not tw- like that's twanging that and shit like that like, <laughs> it's, it's, a fucking, it's, it's a fucking but see that's where i get song. angry again because it seems like pop music is only white adjacent it is. It is. But is it because we have Drake, who's no not, who, okay? Who's but white listen, listen. With race, we're not actually it, saying that like pop music is only for white people. But that like but no, I'm Momo, not saying that at no, all. No, no, okay, no. I get what you're trying to say. I'm trying say, to say that like like pop like music is white. It is, and it's white facing and everything like that. We definitely have pop stars. Okay, Doja Cat. She's black and she's a pop star, yeah. right? There's other people that are like that. The Weeknd, he's a pop star. Yeah. He doesn't really fit in R&B anymore. Is he for sure don't hit fit in rap? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but they'll still put him in the R&B category, yet he literally produced an eight, 70s, 80 disco theme let type sh- of But let me show you the white adjacent to that. That fits to... White people. Yes, the exactly. pop and shit like That's that. That's the white adjacent in him. Drake's white adjacent is the Jewish. Doja Cat's white adjacent is her 
background, whatever it is, and the style of music as well. It's almost like Mariah Carey. It's almost like uh, uh, the black guy that doesn't dress like a thug. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you're not threatening to us. Yeah. This music isn't threatening to us. This is popular music. It has to have some sort of, like, I've never heard a popular song, a pop song with oppression, with real street shit, with real, like, hardships. It's usually some happy-go-lucky. What would you do if you're someone at home? <laughs> they, <laughs> That's how you know I don't think it's a pop no, that song. Was a pop, that was it was a pop, a pop no. song. It was, it was black Hollywood. You okay, know what I mean? That's like black. That's black pop. <laughs> I'm really trying to think. Like, but, I mean, Whitney Houston. But see, the pops, the songs that she they're considered pop for Whitney are. Um, I want to dance with somebody. It's whatever makes white people feel good. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it's I mean? whatever like, white people can play at their wedding. Yeah, that's what it is. Damn. And I'm trying to think of anybody that's of the darker complexion. Seal? <laughs> Maybe. Kiss by rock. That sounds like a white guy. No, that's more like rockish. No, that's pop, I feel. No, that's contemporary. It, it's alternative, contemporary alternative, pop, but alternative. It's still very, very. It's like the reverse of Michael Bolton. You thought it was a <laughs> black guy. I thought it was a white guy. When mm. I first heard Kiss by Rose, I never thought, I never pictured a nigga in my life. There's somebody I'm gonna tell you so much he can say. Give me that riff. So you remain my power, my pleasure, my pain. Name one white guy, one black My guy goes, become wider. The lights that you sign can be seen. Baby! That's not a What black guy saying that? <laughs> oh my god, oh Giveon can do a re release of. So- this is so good, I tell you so much. I can say. It sounds the same. He could do it. He's got to do it. Kiss by Rose, Giveon. We just gave mm-hmm. you your next hit. Thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. It's been a blast. Shout out to motherfucking Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0, skin safe for your balls. Uh, we got the thumbnail. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Manscaped. You can shave your pubes or just masturbate in them. Totally. Uh, <laughs> Use no. our discount code if you want to pick it up. Gravy Gang, you know, 20% perfect. off. 20%, yo. Listen, you no saving nicks, taxes. No snacks, no tugs. Plus more. If you guys would like to... Uh, me to give you a before and after pick of the <laughs> Intern pubes. got that. Oh. Let me know. Um, yes. Intern already used it. He already yeah. used it on his head. Intern, come here. On Yo, his head with the head. Let's show, right. show the people <laughs> your head. Show the people your head. head. Everybody. No, go in the front. Go in the front. Intern's going to show you all like the a presentation. of his head. When did, you, when did you do it? How many days ago? More Manscaped for your head top. You said two days ago? Okay. And how much hair did you have before? Ooh, you had a whole fro. I don't believe that. So you're saying that this is <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck out of here. So you're saying my balls would be as smooth as your head right now. Yes, sir. Ooh. All right. Okay. Does your girl like rubbing your head? All right. All right, mask. Was, was that today? How, how early was that? that was, you said two days. Two days. That was two, two days? days? Two days. See, and yeah. the best thing about oh, manscaped people oh, is days. your dick will look bigger, bigger after you're Ooh. done using them. 
You pump them with that's a fatter after you're done it. using it. That's why y'all do it. I'm hey, on to y'all now. Shaver gives you two inches. Shaver gives you an extra couple. Yeah. But yeah, perfect uh, Father's Day gift because you know it's coming up. Definitely. Yeah, it'd be like, hey, Dad, I those. bought you this so you could shave your nah, pubes for mom. You, the women got to go and buy it for their mans, their baby daddies. Oh, mm. it's for the baby daddies. You know, because it'd so be like, this is, this is what it parents. is. No, no, no. This is what okay. it is. You know, sometimes, especially being in quarantine, these men's be getting a little hairy, you know? And because it's Father's Day and you want to show your, wo- I mean, your man that you are very appreciative of him for one, knocking you up and, you know, being around in your child's life. So you want to show them appreciation by sucking their dick. And yes. you don't want extra hair getting Nobody caught. wants hair in their face. Yes. Getting right, hair right. cut, you know, and, and y'all got gaps, those like yeah. gaps and shit like that. <laughs> Nobody wants hair on a glizzy. I mean, I don't mind a little seasoning. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? No, nah, but if you want to get them right, you know, just give it to them, and it's a subtle hint that they need to go and deal with their time you get deal with the matas. Anytime you get a pube in your mouth. You got to just picture it like uh, drinking some soup and spending <laughs> some time in your yeah. mouth. There's some rosemary. Mm. Chalk it up to the game, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in another yes, week. Patreon gang, we will be back live for the episode next week. So make sure you guys are staying close to your Zoom. You yeah, guys yeah. are going to be back in the room yeah, with yeah. us. Um, Alicia's back, guys. She's here. She was gone. She was looking for a phone for a while, but she's back. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Gone one week. Shout out to Fly Lady Die. Hey. Make sure you guys bat, 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 subscribe, bat, bat. follow Fly Lady Die on Twitch. She has some amazing live streams, DJing, dancing, green screen graphics, all types of fly shit for you guys. Um, Norm, you got anything coming up? Bear Jokes Vancouver. We're coming to Vancouver, folks. Yeah. Oh, shit. June 18, June 19, Vancouver listeners. If you want to come through, we got a dope little speakeasy venue. We're going to be mm. doing what we do here in Toronto in fucking Vancouver. You driving out there? Flying. Oh, Tickets are under $200, bro. <gasps> wow. I'm telling you now, if you guys want to come. Are you dead ass? It was $181 for a ticket to Vancouver. How much is it the, for like the listen, hotel and stuff? Uh-huh. Wait, one way or two? Both ways. Plus tax. Plus tax? Including both tax. ways? Both ways. Round, Round trip. Motherfucker. Oh. Wait, and no. how much is the hotel and stuff? Hotel was you 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 figure that, out that when you get no there, is yeah. it expensive though I mean I'm like, oh, Airbnb nigga why are you like, fucking hotel Airbnb be expensive and shit my, my so homie got you got a house though the homie got uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, two bedroom or I think he's paying like one fifty one seventy five a night. You know no, somebody black in Vancouver, man. Yeah. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys yeah. so much for tuning in. <laughs> I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. <laughs> I'm Lisa. <laughs> and that was the extra gravy. Screw, Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 